0: Straight Riffin' is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. <laughs> what more can I say? Straight, straight riffin'. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that quick. This
1: show is intended for mature audiences only.
2: I've seen a lot of dicks. I don't know how much more we discussing this experience can get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic.
0: I kept yelling, I'm not going to whip a dick out. We talked about that. I'm not I'm
2: not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's, uh, it's a litmus test for people.
0: Teddy Texan. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right.
2: Hate mercenary. H- h-
0: hater for hire. Hater for hire. I should put on a bit of guy. There. there are two victimless crimes,
2: all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime scene. Okay. All right. right now. Legs akimbo, engaged in sexual discourse.
0: Come on, man. What kind of guests are you?
2: It's Archive for Posterity. Great internet. So uh, it'll, Wait, uh, it? it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's it. <laughs> Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers, it is January 14th, 2013, uh, episode 94 of Straight Riffin'. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater-for-hire, Mr. Teddy T.M.I. Tutson how the fuck are you sir
0: i'm doing all right mitch i'm struggling in a different world right now Word. trying to give a high five to mm-hmm. my girl zora neil hurston you know how it is head held high we going persevere
2: baby okay i have no idea what that's all about but all right then <laughs> and our <laughs> guest this evening
3: mr ben
2: gonzalez
3: how the fuck are you sir I was great and now I'm greater. (laughs) That that was amazing. Good. good. That's how I would like to make you feel warm. It's always nice to see the guests be
0: caught off guard by the grand introduction.
3: Seriously. That's never never happened to me before. Which I
0: feel like it speaks to the the fault of society at large to give people more uh, occurrences where you can be introduced in a grand fashion. Yeah. Like we need that, man. We need that. If you were a manager, like, why wouldn't you just bring in your employees for a, a board meeting with that kind of echo? Yeah, that's true. that'd be great. That's son. true. Running the sales departments, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mossy Stone,
2: accounts
3: receivable, Merv. Yeah, no, I got you. You should have a graduation you. at least once a day. Is what, <laughs> what you're saying? Oh, well, That's true. There is yeah, in graduation know. they do that. That's
2: pretty much it. But dude. actually, the graduation one is more like. Uh, let's see. I'll see if I can. I'm see if I can. I can duplicate the graduation one here. Uh... It's, it's got such an echo to it It's like Teddy Totson Ben Gonzalez Mitch Marzoni What
0: kind of soulless auditorium did y'all graduate in bro? My people had warmth Really? Yeah,
2: son Alright, well People had war I didn't I went I Fucking all white You know, lame, white graduate. Okay. from a gospel Things college no,
0: it? Well, it was a large uh, uh, Houston public school Oh, did you say college? No, oh, about high, okay. School. Okay. High, high school Oh, okay High school I was talking about, school. talking
2: about high school We're talking about high school Yeah, I didn't It was
0: gospel guy. high, though yeah, It I was gospel high, bro so. <laughs> Gospel high was real big And
2: now Woo-ha Uh woo Yeah That
0: was big, bro That was real big <laughs> I hope they
2: did the I was in
0: all AP gospel courses. Is that a movie yet?
2: Because gospel Rock and Roll High. I really don't Um, know how
0: gospel high has I really feel like... Don't say too
2: loud. The Wayne brothers are always looking for an extra dollar. We
0: need to keep that one real low, but (laughs) Riffin Productions will bring you gospel high before the world ends. That needs to happen, bro.
2: need you to come to the principal's office. ha! Get a right, cameo from Kirk Franklin, <laughs> and then we are go, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. man. It's, all you, it's all you need in a life. Uh, so, how are things? What's
3: what's what's going down? What's how's life? Things are great, and I'm I'm happy to be here, man. Because the last time I was on a UStream show, I think I was like the worst guest in the history of the internet. Oh, yeah, oh what did you do? It, it, it was like over a year ago. Yeah, I was on, like, i was shit on, Juice on TV. tables or something. I Juice TV. Juice TV. I've, I, I've, I've heard that, that name. They yeah. always have like Latino comics. Yeah. On, yeah. Right? And this dude, Walter Reyes, brought me on. Walter Reyes is totally cool, man. Funny, funny as fuck. But anyway, uh, it, it's supposed to be like a Byron Allen kind of thing, yeah. you know, like softball. Oh. You, know, you just get your set, set up you to lead your, into yeah. your set. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And you write your own questions, even. Right. Oh, my God. I couldn't. My jokes are too fucking weird. I couldn't think any any questions. <laughs> you didn't question even know how to, set you your own self to lay up. <laughs> into my shit. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. seem like super fabricated. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, like, I, and I, I couldn't even comprehend it. So I wound up writing like legit questions. So All when right. I'm giving the answers, it was like. All right, I'm not being fucking funny at all. (laughs) Like, why did you
0: get into this business? Well, I actually wanted to touch people. uh...
2: (laughs) Seriously, dude, it it was awful. That Byron Allen kind of, that that setup sort of thing, every time I watch. uh, Comics uh, Unleashed. uh,
0: For anyone who's not familiar with Comics Unleashed, essentially the format Just go on
2: YouTube is
0: uh, byron allen is sitting uh he's got sort of a faux round table everyone's Mm -hmm. in like armchairs he's got four comedians and he just goes around from comic to comic just prompting them with setups that they've given him to Mm -hmm. go into various
3: bits so teddy you like riding the bus don't you
0: now you know byron (laughs) i was on the bus last week and all of a sudden these poor people got on and i was like oh shit we broke you know, and then everyone <laughs> right, goes right. crazy.
3: Right. That's how it gotcha. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Go. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Can't do that bit in India now, man.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: The bus in India. Well, you know that's I mean? a very don't different get thing. on it, women. Don't get on that bus. That's a very different... That's, they just had another incident that just happened. Yes.
2: Louis, don't, don't people sometimes tell you to suck weird things? Yes. One time, it was a bag of dicks. You know that. uh, No, it's it's seriously. Go on YouTube and type in "comics unleashed." It's it's sad. I mean, it's really. And the thing is, like a number of our friends use that in their in their in their uh, intro when they get brought up on stage. He was also on Comics Unleashed, and uh, I have now I have made a pact with myself that I will never again watch one of my friends on Comics Unleashed. I will never watch those clips because I just. It's hard for me to look at them as human anymore. It's really weird yeah. for me to I'm think sorry. about... I couldn't... I don't think... I, I literally don't think I could do it. I don't think... I think, think, you know, I think what, what's weird that, about me for Comics know. Unleashed is that
0: it's so... like. I mean, I mean, it is the definition of the old school comic format of, you know, set up, punchline, set up, punchline, yeah. but you're yeah. literally being set up, and it's just... I feel like kind of the same way that you're talking about, where like it's weird to think about the jokes that I have... And how I would, like... As an actual actual
3: conversation.
0: Right, like, if I, like... And and the thing that's weird is that I've always written my jokes very conversationally, but that doesn't mean that that's because, like, someone's like, well, now tell me what you think about racists. And I'm like, well, you know something?
1: Like, it's just a
2: weird... It's a weird way. The entire way to engage with comedy is really weird, (laughs) I feel like. And it just... Well, I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of my bits come out of conversations I've had with people where I went off on my own like tangent in my head where I'm like, based on this thing that we were talking about, I had this other thing Right. where like had I had the bit ready right then. It would have been one of the funniest moments we've all had or right. whatever. You know what I mean? But you don't have the bit well, ready I, I th- ever. I think the other rate, thing, too, that is that
0: because I feel like <clears throat> it almost kind of limits the dimensions of what you can do with crafting a joke, mm-hmm. because so much of that is just, hey, I'm setting you up to talk about something. Well, this is what happened. A do 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 ABC done funny, right? But then... I feel like uh especially uh with the way that I uh write is that there's a lot of the setup and then there's a reveal this way and then there's another reveal this way and another yeah. reveal that yeah. way. So it's like if you if someone was setting you up thinking that you were going to see some very simplified joke premise, like they, they were doing you a disservice because you are like as the joke goes on you're like wait a minute I don't even know what's happening anymore now because I thought sure. I thought we were going to be out a long time ago. Do you know? Right. So right. it's almost like I feel, and it's kind of the same thing that happened with last comic standing too. When in the, in the midst to bill it for more drama and milk it for more of the reality TV format, they were like, these are the most important five minutes of my life. And I'm like, then you are doing comedy wrong. Do you know, it really should not come down to that at all.
2: Ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the sad thing, and I'm trying to think of the analogy, but it, the, uh, the sad thing is the, uh, actually no i have an analogy but we on this show do what the shows like that are trying to sort of fake you know what i mean like the funny shit that comes out of this show now you're on the spot um the funny shit that comes out of the show is all organic you know what i mean we have right. a, i wouldn't say we have like a no bits policy but it's just sort of Anybody anybody who does a bit goes like, I have have a bit in my act about that. And then they won't do the bit, but they'll talk about it. And probably, I assume, in my head, like that they go home and go, oh, I got to add that new thing that I added tonight. I can remember very
0: specifically uh, the moments in the show's history when someone launched into a bit. Uh, and it's really weird and very yeah jarring <laughs> and obvious yeah, yeah and yet, because it's like it, the entire flow of the show is going one direction and then all of a sudden there's just this very regimented drop yes. in there you know and it's I think it's really telling to see what kind of. Comedian, you are, especially because so much with comedians in this day and age with Twitter and social media is just. I know you know about this. When people like have to just like, I fucking killed it last night. Or, oh my God, I blew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just
3: fucking, I mean, like, sh- no one cares. First, like, no one cares. The thing is, too, when you're a new comic, you have a weird, your gauge of when you kill is off. Way off, dude. dude right. You know what I mean, even if you think you're hilarious right up front, you're not really.
0: What's also, it's also yeah. like, th- like, you. If you spend as much time as a comedian talking about how well you did on stage as compared to just telling jokes, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's it's a weird, it's a very weird dichotomy. And it's different if you're like, well, listen, I have like a side project that's dedicated to some sort of behind the scenes rigmarole to the joke creative process or whatever you know yeah, yeah but for the most part if you engage with me this you're getting content you're getting some mm. sort of material you're seeing me work and evolve on right. the craft as opposed to just a bunch of preening and peacocking about shows that you have never seen and material that you don't know because i don't give
2: it to you right right you know What i'm mm-hmm. saying
0: Shit, and it's just it's fucking weird man like it's just really it's a weird well, thing
2: well the, the the funky thing especially when you're when you're starting out is something you sort of realize within you know I don't know first 30 or 40 shows or so where you you come to realize that like you, there's so many elements to it there's like the audience was in a shitty mood or uh so there's like how the audience feels in general how the audience feels about you uh right. if your material your presentation of it and just the vibe in the room altogether, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, can they hear you? So there's like, you could, you know what <laughs> which,
0: I mean? Which like yeah. doesn't seem like it yeah. would be. Yeah. Yeah. That happened by,
2: to me the first two months. Yeah, right? and exactly. I, and like, I know, oh, there's a truck pulling I, up yeah. next to the club and unloading. Ball bearings, apparently. Right. And Just I, loose ball bearings and Legos.
0: And I think people have such a weird... <clears throat> and people have such a, a distorted <clears throat> idea of the day-to-day comedic process, obviously. From whenever you see things on Comedy Central with, you know... Even if it's a seven-minute set or whatever, you're talking about sets that have been heavily edited. And there's no natural flow to them. So whenever people come out to a live comedy show, you also have to account for the fact that people have no real expectations about what a live comedy show is anymore. Because... Unlike, you know, in previous comedy boons where people, you know, could see a comedian on a sitcom and then they, they could see what the act might bring out or whatever. And then they had to actually had to go out, you know, to see that person perform when they were there in town. Now you can just fucking was like, oh, well, look, that's how comedy works. You know, like I don't actually have to go out and see it live. I don't see how things operate in clubs or whatever. You know, people don't go out and experience comedy clubs the same way that they did in like the 80s or the early 90s is what yeah. I'm saying. Because comedy clubs are are as a thing. They're they're fading away, and the comedy clubs that do exist now, especially in places like L.A., are kind of anachronistic.
2: Yeah. they exist yeah. for their the institution. Yeah, they they're exist in like, perpetuity. You know, but that, they don't. They're not know?
0: breaking a lot of new talent. They're not featuring a lot yeah. of new talent. They just yeah. happen to have been the relics of the last
2: big sure, sure big
0: bust through. You know, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's my point. It's just
2: it's 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 a, it's a difficult thing, and when you do really well, there's that. You know, the first however many times that you do really well after you realize what it takes to do well is when you start going, now, I did, I did all right, but it was just a really good audience. I right, yeah. mean, you start getting into that thing where you're like, great audience tonight or whatever the hell. Happened. Right, and, like, and
3: when it comes down you know, to it, when you count it out after you know a few hundred shows or whatever, you probably killed as many times as you bombed. We you know. What I mean, for the most part, the rest right. of eighty it evens percent, out the you end, yeah. just fall, you fell in the middle, dude. You did all right. You yeah. were better than other nights, you know? right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, people I think it, dude. I think a it's a real. I've always come in place. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's it's real telling if you walk away from a show and the first thing that you want to talk about, and especially now in an age where. It's almost basically a requirement if you want to be a comedian in the 21st century to have some sort of social media presence. You sure. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where the first thing you want to talk about is like, oh man, like fucking killed it last night or whatever. Like, oh great show, just ripped it. As opposed to just like maybe I just want to just t- like just not say anything and just think about the jokes. Say like I.
2: I'm mm-hmm. not saying that it doesn't happen, but I I don't see as many. Uh, oh, I did Wells. Maybe it's just the people that I talk to. I feel like I, it's like like what I'll say when I when it's a good show when I felt good about it and it's I still can't even say it now. It's just I'll say like man that was a fun show or man that was a good show or whatever. Not I was really good. Just the night like it was a good night for comedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if I say and I rarely ever say anything about shows on Twitter as far as after the fact. But you know what I mean? I feel if I do. It I well, feels I mean, like most people I know do the same thing. I feel thing. Like, it's like well, I feel like
0: uh, well, man. Night. What do you? I mean in terms of that do you see a lot of that in, t- in terms of facebook
3: <clears throat> and- i mean i do it after shows and i'll say if i did good or bad but i'll I'll say when i did bad right yeah, well know, that like, can make sense yeah dudes will say they kill but it that's
0: a night. and i feel like that's you know I mean? the difference between someone like you who is i mean that's that's the kind of difference of self-awareness and assessment you know between like you know if you're opening up to people and you're like yeah you know this was a rough night but you know took some yeah, things whatever as yeah, opposed yeah. to as opposed to the other thing which is like and i think that's kind of the thing that i'm more targeting which is that uh comic sense of like i can never really seem like i didn't do well on stage or whatever you know where it, right, and that's right. kind of i feel like i don't know maybe it's just i i maybe i'm fucking following the
2: wrong people who knows but uh, I mean, maybe maybe i don't know
0: but I, I mean i feel like uh well no i mean that's, I don't really fall to, that's I mean, the
2: thing is about about comedy is that that uh I feel like uh, comedians <laughs> comedians eventually realize is that. People at audience members don't want to hear you talk about your really great day and how everything's going wonderful in your life. Yeah, body. exactly. Right. If you're an actor, oh, they'll love that. You know, yeah. sports guy, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But a comedian, they don't want to hear that. Musicians? They want to hear. Same about, things for musicians, yeah, basically. Exactly. Musicians, they, they want know. to hear that you you fell into shit yesterday tortured, while you were proposing right. to a woman you just met. It's the tortured creative types yeah.
0: essentially, and that's
2: what comedians fall into. You know. Right. The, so if fucking, you're going out there and you're like bragging, or you've got a little too much. Raggedocio in general, and you're too whatever, too full of mm, yourself. Right. I feel like you're doing a great disservice to your comedy. Oh yeah, because like people might just not laugh at you out of spite, just because they want to see you fall in shit. I think you know? the other totally. thing too, so I, it's I, funnier. I yeah. mean, I feel like the yeah. other
0: thing too that happens is that uh, a lot of comedians are really short term in their
2: focus in terms of growing
0: is what I've, I've seemed to notice, Do you know? Right, I don't right.
2: really, I don't there is, there really... there is, there is definitely that, uh, you know, in this town and, and probably other towns, but certainly in this town, there is definitely what? that contingent of people that are like, you know, this is my really long winded audition. Right.
0: And that's, for, and I uh, feel like that is movie. really problematic
2: because it's
0: almost the total, uh, uh, ideological opposite of what stand-up really is about as a craft right because it's not supposed to be about i'm showcasing myself to you guys so that you can come and pluck me up and throw me into the machine and i can just make gobs of money and lose my soul you know It, it 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 was this bastion of i i am my own creative arbiter i am my own editor you know, mm-hmm. I'm my own art director. I, you know, I, I fucking, yeah, yeah. sure, I'm, sure. I, you know, I'm, I'm my own, you know, I'm my own writer. I'm my own, mm-hmm. I'm my own creative it's control here. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but I have such confidence in the production that went into this craft. I'm gonna take it to a fucking room full of strangers, maybe a couple people that I know, <laughs> and just lay it all out
3: there. Right. Yes, people don't get that about the balls of it because. I'm not singing, dancing, I'm not doing anything exceptional. I'm doing basically what you could do, talk. Yeah, it right. seems I, easy. I'm going to try to convince you to listen to me and be on my side, and I have about ten minutes to do that shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And by the end, all you motherfuckers going to be laughing. Right. And the, and the
0: thing it. about, and I feel like the thing about it, which is, is very different when you, you have so many people who are just doing it to showcase for a fucking uh, you know, sitcom gig yeah, or, yeah. or
2: something. You like can that. you can kind of fucking eye that shit out, like to some degree these days. I've noticed the people who go up with a personality in place for their comedy, which is like, as far as I'm concerned, right. like, I'm the quirky it takes guy. You, it takes you, like, a good five years to, to figure out what your personality really is in comedy. If you go up on stage going, I'm gonna be this kind of a person on stage, then you've already, you've, you've, you're have you going backwards. You're not, I you gotta grow into being thing. somebody, but then, so there's that, and then they do sort of one-man skits where they're, I was talking to, you know, and then they're suddenly doing characters, and you're like, again, like, you're just, this is way too, where you it's don't almost know like how I'm, I'm showcasing mm-hmm. my ability to do character dialogue. Yeah, and you're just going like, that's not, you know what I mean? You it's awesome. And I, and here, I feel man.
0: like, again, man, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's, it's a real fucking slap in the face <clears throat> uh, because the thing that I think is so awesome about comedy as a creative endeavor, um, which is so great as as opposed to what everyone is trying to strive towards with, you know, very regimented and Templates of, of, you know, what you can fit into in the, excuse me, traditional network mold is that you get to sort of set your own narrative arc with stand-up you know yeah you yeah. get to say like yeah you know like okay this is my fucking special and this, like this is this album and this is how this sort of chronology goes and this is you know like if you are interested in this larger story that i am trying to tell then it has its own history you can point to it you can build its own sense of community there you can yeah. you can connect people and i think the thing that is such a fucking frustrating thing is that You've got you've got a lot of really very funny talented people in this town who talk, uh, who have mastered the art of being funny and being vulnerable right. and honest all at once.
2: Right, and, and there's and you know what it is. There's no fucking. It's like heroin. There's no goddamn better feeling than walking in front of a room full of strangers that you're on completely even keel. you starting from Who zero. Who are judging the mm-hmm. fuck out of you, yeah. by the way. We you can to hate it, on you, Right? It's like one of those things and- where you could walk up on that stage and they want to pummel you in the face, uh-huh. or they want to hold you over their heads, and like getting up on that stage, and just with your voice, just with words like no special equipment, no band backing you up. Ideas. Nothing. Just like, I'm going to talk for eight minutes, and like transform a room, and then you get off, and they're clapping, and you're just like, all right, look, that's the greatest feeling. Yeah, like, that's the greatest feeling on the planet Earth, and that's where that thing where, where, uh, you know, I I, got, I I was in bands a lot when I was younger, and you know, when you got the whole ensemble of the band, there's always that thing in your head where you're like, something goes wrong. I can blame the guitarist, or <laughs> I can blame the drummer. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? Whatever it, know is. Know just, whatever it is. You, you can blame it's the drummer. You broke down. a string. You missed a beat. Whatever the fuck it Goddamn was. Goddamn drummer
0: didn't time a guitar.
2: You know, you can blame the house sound, or like, oh, they didn't have my he, monitors he turned Brown up right. right there, yeah, yeah, you, know, like, oh,
3: you can yeah, blame anything. <laughs> oh, the yeah, light uh, wasn't hit me right. It didn't get the flow.
2: But like,
0: put the light on James. Even but if like, it, when, But like, him. as a, as yeah. a
2: solo comic, <laughs> you got you got for better or worse, it's, it's accountability. Just it's you the and that of feeling it. of like when you know, uh, you know that that feeling of like. Knowing in your in yourself that like somebody could pull you up out of bed and go like you need to be on stage in thirty seconds, right? And you could do it. And I think that in your underwear, if you had, to. I think that's the thing that
0: is that is most uh, that's kind of the biggest gulf between people who are actually comedians and people who are attempting comedy, and then people in the audience. Is that I can remember attending shows out in L.A. before I actually started doing comedy. You know, I went to the show at the Laugh Factory, and I remember sitting there and thinking exactly what you were saying right then, which was, if someone plucked me up right now and was like, go on stage, do it, you know, I would be like, I knew, I know that I'm a funny person, but I had not taken the time and effort to prepare for what that endeavor really meant. And I Mm -hmm. knew, and that is the fucking humility that people don't have when motherfuckers be heckling and shit. Yeah. Because... In that moment, I was like, yeah, I know I can do this, but I haven't done the work to do it. So yeah. I would never delude myself into thinking that if someone put me up right now and said, be funny, the, the odds on favor is that I would be a disaster. Right. A yeah. fucking disaster. Yeah. So and I feel like that and like it was that fucking article in the, in the Tribune where they had two comedy writers. <sighs> Talking about, about how defensive heckling, heckling is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, right. Where um, it's if you are a person who thinks heckling is great, you're a fucking coward. You know what that is?
2: And that's fucking. That's what happens asshole. when every fucking comic has a fucking. I comics, please, for the good of comedy and your own career, stop putting up videos of you smashing a heckler. Right. You never, right. there's no, there's no, you like, know I know you it's f- fun bragging right. rights. I get it, it. But like, tell right. your story to somebody, to to another comic. They'll enjoy it. And you guys can swap stories. Stop putting that shit on YouTube. You know how you cause fucking, cause it's just getting, cause every heckler now goes, this is going up on YouTube. Yes. I literally, I can't remember. I think, oh, I don't remember where I was. It was, it was a few months back. I was in a slightly larger show. Uh, and somebody was on stage, and I heard a heckler do some couple things like this. And a friend next to him was like, You'll see this shit on YouTube. And like the comedian was like, I, I fucking can't even and he just tried to go on with his act. He didn't reference that. He just tried to go on with his act. Mm-hmm. But I just that thought like that's what I was like, the that's only, what these guys are thinking now. Like I'll be the yeah. drunk obnoxious guy who ends up on YouTube, gets smashed by the heck you
3: know. But the uh, thing is is there shouldn't be like an eight minute video of you smashing a heckler. Yeah. Like but you're there's eight minutes to destroy thousands. a heckler. Dude? Right. Thousands you didn't destroy the heckler. The heckler yeah, took yeah. over your whole fucking set. Yeah, bro. right. You yeah, know yeah, how you yeah destroy I mean? eight, eight minutes? And now you're now you're
2: just encouraging them to say like
3: if you heckle you, me, basically you will somebody you else a set on your YouTube. Yeah, right, exactly. You, you know I mean? and yeah, you're,
0: you're essentially giving a giant broadcast to everybody, saying if you attend my show, I will give you more attention than me, the person who is actually supposed to be. Receiving the attention because I am the professional. Another the thing stage.
2: bands don't have to put up with. Right. You
0: start heckling and, and I'll hit a drum, which is, and I think that's so like, fucking weird. I think that's the weirdest thing with the comedy community and how it has responded to hecklers over time is that you there was no fucking time in I don't think music history when bands were like, hey, someone ran up on stage, let's let them jam out with us or whatever. Right. Do you know what I mean? right. Yeah. That shit is exceptional in a fucking band's history, and they usually invite you a famous
3: motherfucker. Right. And they'll be like, hey, yeah. I
0: know that you have actual. Musical talent. Yes. You can come play right. with us. It's not a fucking bum rush, okay? Right. They don't just pick out somebody and throw a fucking guitar at them. Yeah. Like, Where's oh, our man.
2: bouncers? Because, like, you know, you see videos of people getting up on stage at rock yeah. shows. Right. There's, like, Keith Richards smashing the dude over the head with his guitar, like, like it's a baseball bat. That would you know be what a I mean? good video, dude, destroying I
3: the heckler. There is that, that, that? that video well, of the guy yeah. who yeah. smashes so the guitar. With the the the... Keeps... No, I'm saying with one oh. of a comic just wrecking the oh, mic stand. I did see one. There's a guy who's, like, playing a guitar and some dude
0: heckles him and he just, like, fucking breaks the guitar with that guy's head, Jeff Jarrett-style. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, that was shit was brutal. And I was like, yeah, bro. Way to handle yeah, it, it Yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's
2: what I'm saying. It's like, we... It, it's sad that, like... It's it's weird. You could go... To, you go to the improv and they had the whole thing before. No heckling. Turn off your whoa. cell phones. No filming. But, uh... Oh, I don't know. Two or three times in the last three months I've seen big acts like Russell Peters, Doug Stanhope, things like this. Bill Burr. Where... They literally in the middle of their set caught a guy with a camera and said, stop filming me, turn that shit off. Right. And the guy kept filming and didn't get kicked out. And I was like. Why put up the fucking warning yeah. if you're not going to kick out the hecklers and you're right. not going to kick out the people fucking filming? What else are you doing? Yeah, like, you, you're just going to hope that on their on their best yeah. behavior. They're just going to listen to your... Like, why would they? You need to start kicking people the fuck out. Well, if you heckle, there's you no, fucking leave. There's there's why, no, why put up with that shit?
0: Comedy has this fucking weird... It's 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 got this fucking fundamental disrespect in how people view the craft because they don't know what it's about, fundamentally, first of all. Because people fucking think that stand-up comedy is really about, I'm just gonna go, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy who tells some jokes, and I got a smile on my face. Right. And maybe that shit was applicable 70 fucking years ago. Maybe. Okay? But it's a different world now, so that's not what stand-up comedy is. Because what I've always said is... Normal, well adjusted people do not become stand up comedians because Mm -hmm. if they were, all right, they wouldn't have no need to go on stage and open up about these things because the normal, well adjusted people are in the audience fucking paying money to Mm -hmm. see the other people who are not well adjusted and not normal open up about all the things that they relate
2: to. You hear that, kids? They can feel better about themselves. (laughs)
0: So it's not like fundamentally. comedy is this weird like and the, and
2: the other thing is there is that there is that level of professionalism that you right. you still keep up where even if somebody's heckling you that in any other fucking job you'd be well within your right to smash their face in during comedy there is this professionalism where it's like no 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 you can't just throw a chair at the guy right. you have to make a joke out of him ruining your night and ruining everyone else's, like right, just like, to,
0: you are
3: literally and one shut of the, him up and not fuck right? shit. Like the yeah.
0: pressure that comes on you when a heckler happens is, and that's the thing that about that fucking article that was so infuriating. Where it's like you're you're basically defending Thankfully, something.
2: Everyone toward right. the new asshole. So uh, that's a good, and shout that's out to my news. man
0: Bronson Jones who got uh, his response published uh, by the Tribune after the back no, and forth with no, the shit. editor. Uh, he uh, Bronson uh, did some real good work, and uh, we might I, I'll put it on uh, the page for this episode his his write up because no. what he said was a uh, was a really really well stated uh, All right. All uh, explanation right. um so oh, thank, thank you Bronson for uh for responding to the <laughs> actual writers of that piece but um the thing about that defense which was so infuriating is that None of the actual fucking comedians that these critics, you know, people who supposedly enjoy the craft of comedy pointed to, enjoyed heckling. Not a single comedian is going to be like, yeah, Yeah. I like a heckler. You basically are saying this person is a unanimous asshole. They have decided to ruin everyone's good time, including their own, in a desperate bid for attention.
3: That just speaks to the journalism of the article, though, because that's basically like doing an article about the cure for AIDS, but every doctor you interviewed said, there's no cure for AIDS yet, fool? And you're like, they are you know on mean? the verge! Yeah. There we go, there
0: you have it. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, doctors are Total optimistic. Yeah.
2: Now, I will say, there is uh, there that one of the most entertaining things from a live perspective, not very good recorded, but from a live perspective, is good crowd work. Yes. Which is an entirely, if a comedian talks different. to which, you, yeah. you can talk about, like me, I'm, I don't know, Those maybe it's don't just really the get comedian heckled in heckled me. Too. Is it like I if a comedian talks to me I'm I'm like real quiet like I don't even want to right because I'm never, like I don't want to say more than a, you know what I mean I don't want to sound like I'm engage. even heckling but yeah I'm the same way did that happen to like, you before you were a comic yeah I, I didn't have I, I, the first time I went to a comedy club was like was like a month before I started doing oh, comedy no, sure. so it's no, like sure. yeah. you know no, I've no, well. basically been in you know but Jeff Garcia uh, clowned
3: me once at the <laughs> ice house Oh yeah? <laughs> like, yeah maybe like four years before I started doing comedy Yeah, I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't really mind it it's just one of those things where when they talk, I'm like, how much is too much to where now I'm kind of fucking with their shit? Right, I don't know. Right. I'm, well, very, you know the, uh, I'm just not very good at being the guy for crowd work. Like, yeah. if you're going to talk to me, I'm probably not going to give you anything. Because I, mean, I, I don't want to give up any good jokes. You guys do it a lot on
0: stage, though? I don't do really no. any crowd work I've at all. Almost I do, I'm not very, interested in it, I don't, too, yeah, You know what it is, though? because And I think this is why I think it's a really skewed perspective of what comedy is. Because fundamentally... Stand-up comedy is a one-way medium, okay? Mm-hmm. So if I do crowd work, I'm the fucking anomaly, all right? Yeah. But, you know, and I think that's when people come to expect that. Like, they're supposed to be a part of the show, and you're not. Okay?
3: You are not a part of the show. I worked on all this shit. Right. You know what I mean?
0: You're the audience. You are there to enjoy the show. But not a single fucking one of you would ever expect to get up and dance in the middle of Swan Lake. So sit the fuck down and laugh. Okay? This ain't about you. And it's not about, <laughs> it literally is not yeah. about you. And when you bought a ticket, you confirm that mm. fact.
2: Yeah, the tricky thing is when you put up, when they, when you go to a club and they put up a crowd work comic, like the third comic, you're like, yeah. fuck. Now you just open the heckler fucking floodgates. Because now they're g- Right now they're comfortable talking to the guy on right. stage. And I hate it. And they're, now they're it. drinking on top of that. I By the time it. the eighth comic goes up. It's just hecklers, right? That's the only people left. Yeah,
0: Mm. and I mean, I really and and like that's why I really appreciate a comedian who is phenomenal with crowd work because they understand that nuance between engaging the audience but never letting them dictate the pace of the show and feeling like they are in control of everything. You know, at no point does the audience feel like they could throw a fucking mutiny of the performance. Yeah, and I think and I think this is the thing that I was I wanted to ask uh, about is kind of what we touched off this whole conversation earlier where you come out and you are fun, like you're already being judged, you know because for the vast majority of comedians, you have no real background with the audience you've never been seen on TV, okay, yeah. even if they've seen you on TV they've never seen your stand up back before yeah. so they only know you Which from, is like my favorite yeah, thing. They're, they're, right they so back, they, yeah. so basically you're always a caricature. Unless you are one of the preeminent comedians, you know? Right, right. So you're always being judged when Mm -hmm. they first see you out on stage. And my question, though, is are you aware of that now at your point in your comedy career? Because I feel like really early on, I was like, yeah, I know, like, people are fucking thinking about me. But now... I'm aware that that's a thing, but I've never welcome it. Yeah, I've never. I don't pay it any consideration or anything like that. You know, or if someone's like, "Oh, this person's in the audience," I'm like, "Am I supposed to be?" You know, but like, I know it's it's interesting to see that evolution of self, though. Yeah. And comedy, where you go from being
3: like. And it's from going through it. You have to eat shit. Like, what we were talking about like 10 minutes ago was probably sounding like more uh, inspirational. <laughs> yeah. You know what right. I mean? fuck oh, yeah, God, We do that. Oh, you yeah. know, on stage and the Straight connection. inspiration. Dude, yeah. Now yeah. comes you know I mean? the self loathing. <laughs> this is the real, dude. Kids listening at home that were thinking comedies for you and shit. You have to eat shit. And if you're eating shit in minute one, you have 10 more minutes. You know what I mean? You yeah, either yeah. win them back or. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, but no, you can't. Yeah. I, 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 after have, a while, you, you, you welcome that. I, man. I respect you, you want, no yeah, like comedian,
0: no comedian who just gives up in the middle of a set and fucking puts their mic in. Fuck Do you know what I mean if you like, like, and I know they're extenuating circumstances. The most famous is the the Opie and Anthony tour in Philadelphia when Bill Burr finally oh, yeah, went off. Yeah. By everybody, all these other comedians, like I think it was like Dom Barrera and a bunch of people, yeah, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. Were like I'm not gonna yeah. put up with this shit or whatever. So I, I'm not talking about incidents like that. I'm talking about just a comic who's not feeling
2: like they're doing well. And just putting the mic in the stand and walking yeah, out like a bitch. Yeah. D- I've done that. I did that once. I was you just, a bitch. I was too damn drunk. <laughs> oh, that's different. I remember that. I, I I literally recall. You knew when to say like, when. <laughs> yeah, no, five, like, five minutes yeah, in right. the set. You knew
0: when to say when. <laughs> after I don't, you don't even know. Do this is a bad know, idea. But, <laughs> yeah. A friend
2: of mine videotaped it, so for all I know, I did finish my set. But my my recollection, what I remember was, I was doing my set and my fucking the screen in my head just went blank, and I was like nice uh i was thinking what's my next bit wait what's this bit (laughs) what was the bit before this (laughs) holy shit and then i looked out and i was like so blank and you couldn't scroll back couldn't even even, yeah just everything disappeared and i was like and i was like i have no fucking and i was like you know what just put the fucking mic in the stand and walk off and, really? I, and i went to go grab the stand and i put the mic next to the stand so it fell off the stage into wow, the crowd
3: tough bro and i was like into the crowd oh, damn, <laughs> like son. onto the floor yeah you are like a drummer and shit yeah there you like, go,
0: lady. <laughs> hey, you're a drummer that tried to spin day. the drumsticks ever, and the ever, shit pokes someone's eye out did you ever
2: perform at the spotlight? Nah. Okay. Well, it was you know the stage is about four That's feet a off TK's the ground. Club, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So the stage yeah. is about four feet off the ground. Uh-huh. So from mic stand level where I'd put the mic in, I'm six one, so about five eight or so. So from about five eight plus, so twelve feet or so of this mic just falling, and it just in the crowd on the ground, whatever you want to call it. And I just remember looking down and going, I'm too drunk to pick that up, and I just went, Good night. And I, like, walked off stage. And uh, my friends who taped it say they won't show it to me. So it must have been terrible. They closed the club
3: shortly after. Those are good. (laughs) Spotlight is out of business these days, folks. That is
2: the man who shut it down. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) Those two things. You're welcome, Southern California. Spotlight. That is a fact.
0: Spotlight
3: is no longer in business. So, But
2: I I do like to do the thing. TK just turned us off. I do like to do the thing where uh, I'll start. I like to start... uh, a set with a really awkward setup, um, yeah, that's And then a pause for like a good few seconds while the audience goes, does he even know that he just said that? Or like, does he even know where he's going with this? I'll, I'll give you a quick one um, that I only used a few times. I, I felt like I should keep using it because I Doing always love the way. It's on the air. Yeah. Ropes, yeah. But I'm is telling you. So it's okay. It's Here we okay. go. As uh, I would say. Um, Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> not, not hello. Not how are y'all tonight. This is literally. I'd pick up the mic. And I'd say uh I'd say uh oh, a set a scene, like I'm not uh I'm not afraid of black people per se. But I am scared to death of that black dude on the old state commercials. <laughs> you see? And the amount of times that I'd say, I'm not afraid of black people per se, and you just saw white butt cheeks pucker, just like oh shit. You know, like it was real quiet, and I'd Close stare around out. the room almost kind of nervous. And it was like that moment just before I got into it was like ah oh, I could eat that it was that was my meal so I do one you know like what I mean?
3: that but I don't always get that response like I do this joke about Lincoln the you know the, the movie right. uh, I was like you know how uh, you know when you first saw Star Wars you wanted to play Star Wars you wanted to get a lightsaber you wanted to own R two D two well I just saw Lincoln and I really want to own. Yeah, you know, there's the pause. And I'm hoping people are like, what the fuck? You know, but I I, I didn't get that, that vibe. But anyways, I say I want to own a Civil War uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped on Civil War reenacting now. It's like when you see Rudy, you want to play football. <laughs> I saw Lincoln, like, let's get down. You
2: know what I mean? Like, I think maybe it's the, in their head, they're going, he's either going to say, I, now I want to own a gun or a slave. If you threw the word gun or slave into the opening... If you, you, a, if you put slavery, yeah, yeah, if you said yeah. I saw the I saw the Lincoln movie about the slavery and everything else like that, and now I really maybe the people
3: thinking own... like it's a Lincoln movie about like Continentals.
2: Yeah,
1: well, yeah, I'm just saying
2: love. like because yeah. there's two things that you could yeah. Go I get with it. That, they're not putting I'm the imagery in they yeah, they're like, like well he's like going to say $5 yeah. own a slave own yeah. a gun yeah. There's a there's a there's a what's oh fuck I can't think of the term for it but it's basically like sort of implanting it's 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 like. <laughs> no, it's like a, I, I get what you're a subdued, saying, though, yeah, you know what I mean? Where yeah. you uh, subliminal you're message just in a sense.
3: Lincoln, it's not the same as Right. If
2: you'd in, have uh, mentioned slavery, just thrown it in there, even in the beginning of the sentence, to where they would have forgotten it, it would insane. still be in the back of their head. See, it would but, be then, all but then I say
3: I'm the South.
2: Where's the kick? <laughs> yeah, you wanted that <laughs> inceptionist.: uh, uh,
0: But no, you know what it is? It's the same thing where I mean, Mitch, Mitch is this is probably the best example since we're going around the table right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but let, let, let me you, do, let a let do a bit now. Joke. Too, Come on, man, please, I'm not do this, But it's just it's the same it's the same point that Mitch is making about the setup. Uh, but uh, the joke that I have which is I start off by saying, I've traveled a long way to talk to you about something very important tonight, which is the difference between are you a racist or are you just a terrible human being? Do you know what I mean? Right. And that's how, like, that's, and that's what I, I say that as the host of the show. Yeah. So I'm the first face that you see, and that's how the fucking show starts. Do you know what I mean? And that, and like, for, like, and it used, and like, more often than not, it gets a really big laugh. And then sometimes it'll yeah. get like a really like awkward laugh. And then sometimes people are just dumbfounded because they're like, I have no idea They're like, damn it, he's gonna bring that up. Right. But it goes <laughs> it goes in very obvious different directions from what you're expecting or whatever, but it's it's a very I mean like for people to go and like I'm out to a comedy show, you know, and like the host comes up and is like, I'm dropping some real heavy shit on it. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, that We it, were it,
2: hoping the host wouldn't notice he was black. Right.
0: I feel like it's one if of you those laughs, things you're racist. It's one of those things that when you talk talk to friends about uh being a comedian, you know, they they it's again the same legitimacy in the profession and the respect. They they just want to make a bunch of dumbass fucking jokes and they don't they have no idea that this level of thought goes into how you engage in and, and that's why I'm always just I want to punch somebody any time that some friend of theirs makes a dumb joke and I go, "Do you can be a comedian. I mean, no, you can't. You can entertain your dumbass friends at there's Johnny a Rockets. There's no sensibility involved. You cannot be a professional comedian. Yeah, there's a... There's you don't a, fucking...
2: There's a world of difference between riffing at a party... Right. you And don't, standing
3: up there for eight minutes You don't put a own.
0: fucking band-aid on somebody and then look at someone and say, you could be a doctor. That is the same fucking principle.
3: Everyone gets the same chance, though, dude. And that's the thing, though. Especially when you're starting out, you're doing shitty shows that'll basically let anybody on. You know what I mean? And so you're doing right, shit right. with comedians where it's like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, you're up there, man. Really? Why, and with, I guess this shit?
0: That is why comedians, is like, I, I think that's the other thing, though, where it's like, because if you were an actual comedian, then you've been doing it. Like, no wonder you're gonna be so fucking just angry with people. Do you know what I mean? Like, you you literally right and then people think that it's such a fucking breeze and they're like how come you're not making a joke right now it's like because i don't like you
2: i heard because you don't respect what i do with my life the most (laughs) infuriating thing i heard uh recently is not the i'd like to try comedy i don't mind that that makes perfect sense or like i think i'd probably you know i i feel like i might do whatever the hell but somebody actually said um I'd be a pretty good comedian if I ever did it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, you know, like how much I would fucking pay to watch you get up at the I'm improv like, for seven minutes. i I'll book you tomorrow. And what how what would else you, would
3: you say that right? about ever? And shit. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, I. That's like
2: I'd be a pretty good baseball player if they ever gave me a shot yeah, at the fucking right? plate. And, and then man. if, if someone, I practice ice
3: skating for a month, I'd be in the and NHL. And you know what No, you, yeah, you would you yeah, would ask that.
2: You would go, hey, you did you play
0: baseball in high yeah, school? Uh no, I didn't. You played no, in college no. though. No, I no, didn't. no, you played no. some. You played some minor leagues though. No, have you ever played organized baseball? No, but listen, my no, friend,
2: my friend threw a popcorn kernel at me the other day, <laughs> and I whacked it with my hand, and that shit flew like ten feet. So yeah, really, by the transit my property, my hand eye coordination could have
3: fucking I spit my gum out and slapped it like Mister Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go.
2: That's
3: good,
1: boy, so surely, so if you, you
2: replace Perfect. my hand with a bat and the gum with a ball. Fucking yeah. Grand Slam, motherfucker! You know, that was the only way to out, of the out of that. Pump I dude. actually,
0: to this day, I still do that when yes. I speak out of go. Yes, I always do it, Mister Perfect from fucking it's a wrestling baby, World Wrestling Federation. Mister Perfect was the best, Kurt, uh, Kurt Hennig. Kurt, Hennig. Kurt Hennig. Rest in peace, yeah. Kurt Hennig. That's right, he's dead. I don't
2: know. Uh, sorry, I wasn't like not, many of the what. greats
0: of the professional wrestling world. Rest in peace, to Kurt Hennig. He would. He Mister Perfect was the like one of my favorite wrestling characters. He That's literally two was weeks the name in a row. You the this most. I didn't bring him up, dude. I didn't bring him. Well,
2: then he got brought up. Okay, listen. He would throw
0: I, football passes downfield to himself. It was amazing. And he had and his theme music was the most pompous, irritating, annoying... I remember it now. It was, it was like this royal horn-filled thing, and it literally, when you heard <coughs> it, and it was this fucking blonde-haired, blue-eyed, just chiseled white guy just coming out and just being like, I am Mr. Perfect. It, you literally wanted to throw garbage at him.
3: Remember, his, his move was the perfect plex.
0: Yeah. Even his he, move, he yeah. had to sound like a
3: dick, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: He was... Man... That's why you don't know shit about America if you don't know shit about professional wrestling. Mm, yeah.
3: At least, you, at, at least eighties wrestling and shit. You,
0: if you don't know, I know
2: about eighties wrestling. You got eighties yeah, yeah. to mid nineties. A lot of that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that's not okay. Well, listen, mid nineties. You If you I'm don't, about, if you
0: about, don't know like, what the Attitude Era is, you don't know what America's about. Okay, you don't know nothing. Something you don't know that. shit.
2: Or you're older.
0: No, <laughs> Ben, <laughs> holler at him. Tell him, Ben, if you're older, you know older
2: wrestling. Boom. Yeah, I know older wrestling.
3: Well, there but you go. Man.
0: You're still in. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, word, Don't worry. Don't you dare yeah, throw this no motherfucker no, a lifeline. You, you. Oh, yeah. Don't you throw him a lifeline? Listen, I, about, to we I told saying.
2: you <laughs> <laughs> before, like when I grew up, it was Hulk Hogan and Andre there the Giant, go. Ultimate Warrior. You know dude, what I mean? You should know. I, 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 watched, them live, I watched them live. I may man. remember Mr. Perfect, but it was probably like an also round. It probably was an old. If I saw a photo, I'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah,
3: he had belts. Mr. Perfect was the Intercontinental Champion for a long time. Yeah, yeah.
2: Now you got to look it up. Was he
0: with, brain, with uh, Bobby the Brain? He was Bobby the Brain. <laughs> right, right. You know what? That was one of my favorite things about wrestling. The family was the idea of a fucking a manager yes. who like for you a fake like, thing, right? Yeah. Like, but like, no, it was so like as a concept though. If you think about it on a oh yeah scale, yeah I remember that guy. Socially, okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah, you
2: yeah. Did. With the fucking turquoise yep. tank tops. yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and he always wore yeah. the suit. And yeah, count yeah. money yeah. and shit, stare at the ceiling. Yeah, he was the best. Oh
0: yeah, and whenever he did promos, he was so smug. It was great. Uh But if you think about wrestling and just as a, like on the the manager is a larger thing, we're like, listen, week. I've got this fucking man beast, just hulk of a destroyer that you love. But we all know that he can't talk worth a shit. Yes. Okay. He can't express a thought
2: in any kind of
0: charismatic way to make you I give a damn.
2: I literally thought you were going to say he can't expressify. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's a great word. We're I'm going to go put like, it, it again, expressify." expressify. Gonna I'm going to buy it. that this domain name. This man can't ex- expressify.com. Expressify. <laughs> no one the board. This man like, I'm can't. I'm using up. that. I'm, that's going to my act somewhere. To. I'm uh, going to say like, "Listen, I'm trying to expressify myself." And you know Uh, who it is? The South
0: The South is as terrible as it is overall, gets a lot of credit for pioneering the role of managers because you had Bobby (laughs) Brand Heenan, you had Jimmy the mouth, the south heart. Okay. And those motherfuckers... Slick
3: might have been from the South. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I had a curl on a Kango. Mm-hmm.
2: You know? It was fucking great. You had all Mr. Right, Fuji. All let's, right, uh, let's move on from all this comedy business from in here. Uh, You're, uh, yeah, we're, you're ta- a, we're
0: talking about wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on from that as well. <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid all the sports conversations. I, I know that so both of you have... We didn't even get into sports, football yet, man. sports fans' team lost. Both, The both of you have Twitters that just blow up with sports shit. And I was it's like, about oh, God.
0: sports entertainment. Here is America...
2: <laughs> got a problem? It's right um Listen,
0: you ain't going to stop me from expressifying I'm about special arrest. I'm going to stop me though, now.
2: Okay. Um, uh, 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 what you got there? What was I going to say? going to talk about that, We're going to talk, stopped gonna stopped talk
3: about you, Mr. Gonzalez. Let's do this. You're a daddy-o. For sure. I'm about to be one for the second time.
0: Ah! Oh, oh, August!
2: Show. Thank you, thank and you. Such, hey, 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 years.
0: hey. hey, hey.
3: Drinks all around. All
2: right. Uh, how
3: long you been a Daddy O? Uh, 20 months coming up on. Oh, well, you're still uh, counting the months. the same what, time it, time when same they, time they get time to like two comedy. then
2: you do years or what? I guess. Is that how that works? <laughs> I never know.
3: Well, one year old is a, a range. I can imagine
0: like Ben yeah, looking at his kid being like, listen, are you years now? Or are you months? Let me know. Whenever you can talk, I'm going to know that you're yours. He'll answer me now, though. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, he'll well, say then I years a Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, okay. All
3: right. I don't know. He's a
2: trip, man. I'm 187 months. Just one point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? If you're a cool number of months like that, you can say it. I'm 187, you know what I'm saying? 187 on these motherfucking months.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I don't know why oh, I went with that number, but alright, so right, right, alright, it's good, go One ahead. Seven, uh, is going uh, no, I'd be closer to like 300 or so, right? No, you're In the 400s. You're
0: 187 on these motherfucking months, son.
2: It's 34 times 12. Anybody have is, a calculator? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Riffopolis, uh, calculate your months right 408 now. months. Play the math sound. Sorry, it was too quick. It was 408 months. All right. Yeah, I'm in my 408th so 40. month. 43? Well, no, I'm... Uh, That's only on paper. Well, I'm, no, 34 times. So I'm actually, no, I'm probably in 412 months. Age. 412 months. Yeah, I'm 34 too, man. All right. 34 All right. as of late October. So so, so I'm coming up in my 412th month. I'm a... I kind of want to like, I want to go to like, now I suddenly want to go to like a young person and go, let me tell you how months work. <laughs> I know a lot about it. <laughs> you
0: need. <laughs> I've been, Bro, until I've been you got around, a couple hundred right, months under your belt, right, don't yeah, talk yeah. to wait, me. Wait, let me tell, let listen, me ask you something. Listen. How many months you got? Sixty-four. And I'm supposed to listen to you. Go ahead and
2: take your no listen, having month ass. Out I'm again. up in the four hundreds on the month. I think I'm at <laughs> I'm, this I'm point, in the syndication a lot. I mean really at this at this <laughs> point. <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm well into syndication, oh
3: well into syndication, four oh times no. over is a box set of months. Oh but I am, dog, because I'm working on the second kid. You know what I'm oh saying? I'm right, like God. Chuck Lorre dropping yeah. kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be hits. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I I could officially call myself an expert on months at this yeah.
2: point. <laughs> I'm in yeah. The, yeah. four. You do anything no, kids times? Are Mike and Molly. Right. Oh right. right. So
0: I, yeah. Yeah. Oh I'm in the syndication of life. Oh no. Oh no, son! There it is. Oh,
2: so God. we're both month experts. Oh, That's God.
0: good. Oh, oh God,
2: we know. This oh, is but a I have not know.
0: been counting Wait, the last I just twenty want, like, like, I just want, like you like an old black man to walk in right now and be like, "I've been here for thirteen hundred months."
2: Oh man! <laughs> All right, you win. Fine, <laughs> rub it in. Black people so old. <laughs> You'll never be you that old. Be you have to be 105, I think, to be 1,300. Let me check. That's old Te- black person. Teddy's the old. one-upper.
0: <laughs> you know all black people don't age by the Let same Let me tell age you about right. catching a fish, son. <laughs>
2: oh, 108 would be 1,300. 1,300 is old. Okay, All right. All right. Well, I'm I'm back with, about, 105. You know we don't age
0: it. the same way as everybody else. You know that. I mean, that's fair. That's on. fair.
2: Yeah. So so you got the, the 20-month-old. And now you're going to have well, a uh, son,
0: right? You got a son. It's a
3: son. I got a son. It's a son. Yep. <laughs> right. I have a <laughs> son. Did it change your whole act? It actually started my act because that's when I started doing comedy. Oh, okay. okay. I got, you know, yeah, I got Guess time I off of work. I worked for the that. county. I got a couple months off to you know bond with the baby. Really? Yeah, so I hit the got some Got some paternity leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. So let nice. me use this time to start doing comedy and not get paid.
0: So, you had, did you always have that itch though to, to go uh, and stand up? Yeah, that dude.
3: I was just scared of bombing, dude. Yeah. Scared of bombing. And but that. that was like one of the first things I wanted to do ever since I saw comedy specials when I was a kid, dude. Yeah. You watch Raw? Like, you can do that? Right. And you can just wear a fucking purple
0: leather suit. Everyone everyone just, has, it was Raw your special that you, because I feel like every comedian has one special where they literally say that to yeah, so themselves, where they go, you can do that? Like, oh, I know because right. like, I
3: already knew Eddie Murphy as an actor, and I've right. seen SNL stuff. And, like, you know, he was awesome when you were a kid. Beverly Hills Cop coming to America. Fucking movies, amazing, right? dude.
0: Sometimes I can't even imagine that Beverly Hills Cop was made.
3: And I was boop boop little for delirious, boop boop so I couldn't, boop boop you know, what what I mean, what my parents aren't that irresponsible. We're gonna slap on delirious. I believe mine may have been, you know, I mean, but by raw, hey, you're nine years old, you know. Don't repeat <laughs> this stuff but yeah you, know, you can watch raw right. and right, I was like right. holy shit like on top of that you could just do this this is better than the movies. Now now here's the
2: thing is I I mean I I grew up mostly listening to like Bill Cosby definitely some Eddie Murphy for some reason I don't rem- I mean I'm I must have been an adult before I thought of like that as a profession. I don't know why I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that that was like a thing you could do for money. It was to being a hoodlum. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I mean, obviously he got paid for it and everything else. Yeah. But I, for whatever reason in my head, that was not, I don't know. Did that, that click for you at that age where you're like, that's what he does for a living. Like he doesn't do anything else. He gets up and he tells not, Dick Not Jets.
3: particularly with uh, Eddie Murphy, <clears throat> but, you know, later on you realize yeah. that it's, you know, especially
2: in L.A., you see it's a viable career for people. Did you grow up in L.A.? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. LA. We'll see that. I came from Phoenix, which. Yeah. You, you I get, mean, but there's comedy clubs. You were just. just well, gonna, not really. <clears throat> there no, is now. When you were growing up. No. Yeah. At at the time, there was like, there was. Right. I remember when I was in uh, like a freshman in high school, there was one comedy club that used to run these really weird commercials for uh, stand-up comedy. And they would show just the setups for all these different jokes from, like, three or four comics that I don't I don't know that they were famous. I mean, I don't I would love to find that you're commercial You're supposed
3: to, now. Want to come in to see the punchline. Yeah, line. but I, I was... I, really I remember punch one punch guy saying, I'm killing myself! I think I'm gonna go, because I want to <laughs> know if I figured it out. Yeah, I remember when you hear that, that
0: joke in the middle of the set, you just walk up, you're like, thank you, God!
3: They were, like, Mad Lib jokes <laughs> and shit. You know, just come by the club and finish these jokes for us. I remember that there was
2: one that was, like, uh, where the guy <laughs> had started out, and he was like, uh, was like, come on down and have fun at the yuck smack <laughs> (laughs) Yucky D X. It doesn't exist. Yuck smack. uh, Yucky X. Yeah, you know how it is. I would invest. And uh, there was it was I was was a guy up there, and he was talking. I want to say it was like the stealth bomber about how fast it goes. And he goes, "Now if you took a bean burrito from Taco Bell, and just people were losing their shit, and then they cut to like the next comic, and I was always like." Where does that joke go? <laughs> like to this day, I'm like, brilliant. where that does is that brilliant joke go? go. Yeah, that is fire brilliant. was lit. Yeah, right. Yeah, where I does have, that joke go? So, so there was, there was definitely one comedy club in Phoenix, but Phoenix has a way of just of just uh, it's an interesting city, making man. you drop your dreams, like just
3: just kind of. <laughs> Going, hey, like no. Nah. Every building is the same color.
2: Yeah, <laughs> throughout yeah.
3: Phoenix and cuz a bunch of my family Phoenix, lives
2: in Mesa, dude. The the official like the unofficial slogan of Phoenix is like you can do that but not here. You know what I mean? Like whatever fun thing you want to do, like you can go to a city and do that, oh, but you can't God. do that here. Oh, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Uh there's literally the amount of times over like every fucking fun institution or club that I had the whole time I lived there and i left when i was 20 so you know i had two adult years in that town but i i was going out to clubs when i was like 15 <laughs> every single one of those clubs does not exist anymore yeah, every yeah. single last fucking one of them and since then every club that i've heard about mm-hmm. When I go out there, and friends are like, "Oh, you got to go to this club." About every two years, that's gone. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a uh, they don't like fun. One one of the
3: uh, they're trying to be like a big Orange County kind of. I guess, but let's have just no shit that has been in existence for more than five years. I'll I'll give you a perfect example. Something hits the five year mark. I'll give you 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 a perfect
2: example. There is there is yearly. And this sounds really sad to anybody who's never lived in Phoenix. But there is yearly. I bet it sounds. We sad have you. you know the Arizona State Fair happens in in like kind of a ghettoish area of Phoenix, and it's by this place called the Veteran Memorial Coliseum, big Coliseum. And uh, what's interesting is any bands that would normally play the Coliseum if they play there around the time of the uh, of the State Fair uh you you get in free with your uh, state fair ticket so i basically i saw nirvana and nine inch nails at the state fair but not At the state, you know what I'm saying, anyway. um, that's awesome. It was such a yeah, well, it's with the ticket, you know, But But still still, Like, you didn't have to pay an extra 50 bucks, exactly.
3: So, they have that LA County Fair, but I saw like the Isley brothers, yeah. Most, most states,
0: great. No, most, but I'm saying it's not like
3: because he's saying when he was younger, this is a hot time to see Nirvana, and exactly, you know, what it is, anytime's a hot time to see the Isley brothers.
2: I mean, we're also, I mean, Ron Isley's
3: never gonna die, all right? Kirk Cobain is. Dead for like twenty
2: years. Man. I, I saw. I saw Green Day. I saw Slaughter. I saw Gallagher. Slaughter. Gallagher. Up all um, night,
3: sleep all day. Yeah, I Holy went there. Shit. Here's
2: here's here's what kind of balls Slaughter has. They opened with that song.
3: Oh, that's an ugly
2: like, song. And I was sitting there going like, Yeah, literally after <laughs> that, I had a really good time during uh, that song, and man. then I immediately was like, Wait, I don't know any other Slaughter songs. This was a uh, terrible idea. Other band and I powered sense, through, uh, and then I think Slaughter was like, All right, we know, we know what's up. We're going gonna, we're gonna we're gonna to do the again. song again. And so they closed with the song. So it was almost like everything in between was a weird dream. Wow, anyway, so the cool. state fair that's in most so places, depressing. like the county fair, is, is like a low rent. Because you have actual, especially in California, you have actual fucking theme parks. Arizona does not have them anywhere. We have water parks at best, and they're fucking low rent. And um, so the thing is, uh, not only do we not have any kind of theme parks, we have the state fair for like two months. They stuck it in the middle of the ghetto. And the amount of people whose mothers, concerned mothers, I had uh, friends of mine who, when I was younger, I, you know, oh, state, uh, Six Flags might bring a Six Flags Arizona. And you'd hear people's mothers go, oh, that'll bring all the gangs like they have in California. And you'd go, where do you get that idea? Well, California has several theme parks and a shitload of gangs. Mm-hmm. That was that was factoid one. Mm-hmm. This is, these things are true. But whatever, yeah, ca- yeah, correlation yeah. causation. Yeah. But, okay, these things are true. Second part is true. They stuck the state fair in the middle of the ghetto. Like, w- you, if you walked more than a block from the state fair, you could get held up or shot. Um, so that was their other thing, where it was like, see, even when we had the state fair, there's gangs. And
3: you're like... Yes cuz they stuck it in the middle of a, like gang territory. Even without that you though. What I'm whatever you have if there are gangs, gangs are going right, go to maybe go to some, some shit. They want to go to the job, movies, bro. Right. You go to City but yet, Walk? You have to understand. Phoenix, some is, City Walk Phoenix is it's extremely
2: is. xenophobic. If oh, yeah. you even reading the news. But it's funny though cuz a, <laughs> yeah. a
3: lot of the Mexican people there are very whitish, like more white than people I know. have here. been there
2: forever. Well, yeah, yeah. you don't speak Spanish in Phoenix. No, no, no. Yeah. That's
3: Oh that's no bueno. But really is a lot
2: of retirees who have flocked there over years. Oh, just yeah. Because you can buy half the state for what you pay out here. Spain
0: yeah. Arizona was gonna fucking sell its Capitol building. They were so out of money, man. They were gonna rent that shit out, bro, and they are so fucking destitute. They closed all their rest stops in the state a couple of years ago. Yeah. Just shut it all down.
2: Yeah, it's a trip, man. Right. It's so that's where time. that's where obviously growing up there I didn't have comedy aspirations. The to, to long and the short of, or
3: it, aspirations. Period. Other than to leave, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to be in <laughs> My a only band. Dream I, is did have, uh, I did have I did have musical inspiration. City of crush <laughs> I did
2: have musical aspirations. Because we had the thing is Phoenix is a big, big, big metal town. Like they're all metal. Something oh, yeah. about the desert and uh, American Indians and metal are just they're inextricably linked and. A lot of old rockers either lived there or moved there. All of Dawkins lives there. Uh, Alice Cooper lives there. <laughs> Dave Mustaine yeah. lives there. In fact, I think all Alice of my Alice Cooper, big golf
3: there. guy over there. Yeah, yeah. My That's dad's golfed with him, him a few yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Look at this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Got a little golf day with Alice Cooper yeah, there, yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad, yeah, my dad. dad it's
2: saw my first DVD. My dad loves to point how out how many wh- holes did you he shoot.
3: Eighteen. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. He loves to. He loves it. Eighteen. Um he he loves to point out that uh when he looks at all my crazy looks and everything else, he's like he's like, but you're like that all the time. And he always likes, you know, I went golfing with Alice Cooper and he's not in the makeup and everything. I'm like <laughs> Yeah, he's sixty five years old. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. He doesn't walk around with face paint on. Uh, but nice. like neither do I. And I'm not that
3: crazy. I don't, you don't know. Carry it's... yourself like a 65-year-old man, son. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> So
2: that's, he likes to port that. So yeah, no, I did have musical aspirations there because of their huge metal scene. And you, you get it delusionally into your head that like, yeah, yeah, this could totally happen. But then like you look over the list of bands that have made it from Phoenix and there's no one on the list. And then you start <laughs> to realize BGZ like
3: a Jimmy Eat World.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, Jimmy, Jimmy World I,
3: I I disagree that with uh, that. Technically, they don't technically have they, fun, they Whenever I go to from, Arizona, I feel
2: like they came fun. from another place and like just before they broke and then they set up shop in Tempe because it was cheap and or Scottsdale something like that. Uh, and then they got the fuck out. So there was like you know what I'm saying? Like thin on the ground. I I, I couldn't I couldn't name you a single Jimmy World I'm not sure I've ever even the heard them. I know the name I've heard that. Of course, you heard it on K-Rock, from Phoenix. You yeah, hear the yeah, name. I and can think like, of oh, one yeah.
0: Jimmy World song yeah. that I enjoy.
2: <clears throat> that I enjoy. Yeah, there you go. So what? yeah, but you know, Surely top of the <laughs> top of the charts. Those guys. There's been there's been like five over the years that have like had a song on the radio, but like for the most part, not. I did not know
0: Jimmy World from Phoenix. My mind is blown right now. For some uncan,
3: right, understand well, why it's so blown. That's a, that's a thing. Little bits, man. Yeah. I, I really did not expect that, you a
0: Pod fan.
3: No,
2: do not care for payable ben, on death. Chula Vista, I think they're from.
3: Oh, they're from Atlanta. They're from California.
0: Like, from California. You don't,
3: like you San San come don't to Phoenix or with that kind of shit. But yeah. hey, it's all Christian. What you were saying about no fun no, there? No fun. I think they like a party in Phoenix, dude. What's that? Whenever I go to Arizona, man, Mesa, they want a party. Oh sailed. yeah, Scottsdale, they party because like, what else they, they they do they want fun though? Of course, they don't want because they're, they're starving for it. as much. You know no, I mean, no, they're just entertainment. We're not they gonna, let's play the five clubs before we build a new
2: museum, dude. It's like when I go out there but to visit my sister. You're I'm gonna hanging. have fun. She's uh, she's three years older than me, so she's 37, and so I'll go hang out with her and her friends and stuff. And so we're talking about people that are like late 30s to like mid 40s in that range, and it's weird that I feel like like I'm at a high school party, like they're still doing keg stands. Nah. You're like you got a four hundred one k, dude. You should probably not be doing that <laughs> shit. Four hundred one yeah. k, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mortgage Diversi- payments,
0: woo. Diversify that tap. It's weird. It's, it's weird, weird, weird though, because yeah, you weird. get
3: into like that phase of my life. I have a kid, I have a mortgage and shit, and you don't feel different from when all you really cared about was hanging out. Right, right. There's a whole time, like from eighteen you on. And you think time? it's like never yeah, I hardly drink at all, man. Right. right. I, I hardly do anything, dude. You know right. what I mean? Just all the time is taken up and if I got free time I'm trying to book. Right. You know right. what I mean? So it is what it is, dude. But it's cool and it's it's fun, but you don't feel different inside from when you were twenty one. Twenty one to thirty, like it just goes by, dude. The time just starts blowing, yeah, yeah, yeah. blowing by, dude. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you still feel on the inside the same way when like all you had to do really was who am i drinking with today you know yeah I mean? where are we going tonight well that is
2: that's the upsetting thing about turning 30 is that like literally nothing changes that you go like i remember when i was you know 12 13 years old thinking of 30. like i'll be you know in 2000 and whatever i'll be 30 years old or whatever and i remember thinking like mm. how different everything will be and like you get to 30 and you're like i fucking i don't know anything like nothing's changed Which i feel like it's really weird like your 20s with more money uh sometimes sometimes less yeah. but yeah sometimes more so depending on who you are but i think it's really it weird be. that every sitcom freaks
0: out over the age of of 30 so much that they so so significant. it's cuz
2: you know what it is I'm just like, it's just but, the, it's I'm the, like, the fact yeah. that you take stock of your life you know it's any kind Quite of the first mile, time. any kind of milestone well look from t- from yeah time. from 21 to 30 there is nothing going on there's a lot going on i mean like as far as Well, I guess at 25, you can rent a car, but like shy of that, nothing, you don't get anything from 21 to 30, you get nothing. It's just like, now you can drink, figure that shit out. And then one day you wake up and you're like... You know, I'm, fucking thir- you know like I'm You know what? I mean? It's, it's like a it's, milestone. And I think this is why I really am uh, probably the the you
0: know you you gentlemen are both older than me. So I'm really uh, <laughs> the only gentleman in the room in the 20s right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not well equipped to dialogue on this since we've established that I am. Yeah, yeah.
2: You much... don't know shit about shit yet. Well, it's no, okay I, it'll happen <laughs> to you.
0: Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell uh, you something. Yeah, yeah. not what? not so much that, but um, it's weird. And you know, everyone's always saying yeah, I'm yeah, substantially yeah. older. Uh, and that's really well, you weird. you are a crotchety old man, right? Yeah. which is weird to like to be like, an old soul. Yeah, which is weird to like people are like I thought you I were forty one and <laughs> fucking, fucking
2: life itself. You know
0: what though, bro? It, it, it is a legitimate thing, man. Like it is fucking it is a straight up legitimate thing. I have always, since I was a kid, remember thinking that being a kid, fucking sucks dude and it is weird that everyone puts being a, like their inner child on such a pedestal cuz i think being a kid fucking it was so goddamn miserable but you're miserable. not enjoying being an adult either yeah because no one <laughs> it's because i'm fucking poor and black and a male in america and no one gives a shit about my humanity so that's mainly the driving reason behind that i'm fucking i don't enjoy that factor of it well, yes. see, so i do enjoy the say fact that again it's with the echo <laughs>
3: that should have been more profound <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Where's the the guy on the board? I'm black, I'm a
0: man, and I'm in America, and no one gives a fuck about my humanity. Frederick Douglass. Rest in peace.
2: Mm, Yeah.
0: Time. My point though was that in comparison to uh, uh how I enjoyed my life as a fucking child whose opinion wasn't respected versus <coughs> being an adult whose opinion is at least somewhat considered before it's dismissed, I would take that fucking equation any day of the week, man. And it's just weird to me when I was growing up to see so many people being like, "Oh, when you're young, like, oh, you don't fucking and I and niggas, it's just weird because I was like especially out in L.A., you're just like, the fuck were y'all doing? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck were y'all doing when you were like 20 and 18? And it's really weird for me to be like, especially in my case where I, you know, like, my father died when I was 11, so I basically helped raise my younger sister because my mom had to work out of town, do you know what I mean? And then went off to college and fucking was an independent adult there and that shit, and then like came out to L.A. and started doing this stuff. So it's really weird to see everyone worshiping youth, but I'm like, when you had it, though... And even when people still have it now, all y'all do is fuck around, and y'all are the dumbest motherfuckers alive. Like, literally, you're in the most privileged nation on Earth with the most knowledge. You are yeah, literally... You fuck it off, yeah. You are literally the dumbest people in the world. Do you understand? You're literally the dumbest people in the world. So, like, I, I, I sometimes feel so flabbergasted being in a society and culture that uh, so deifies youth, and yet... The youth are the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. That's son.
3: why, though, man, everything that's doing it is ignorance. This is generation
0: bliss. now is ignorance is, is not bliss, bro. And let's fucking put that phrase. You ever seen bed. a sad,
2: retarded
3: good.
0: Ignorance, never. Is, ignorance Ain't is never the, seen ignorance sad. Is not bliss. You know, I know a lot of ignorant motherfuckers, son, and them motherfuckers is not happy, dude. So ignorance maybe is not as sad as
2: knowing things. Wait, Can on a happiness a on a happiness index, who's happier? Like uh Ain't someone, none of motherfuckers some, happy, son. someone who's Ain't nobody happy. Someone whose entire world is like watching whatever happens on MTV, bubblegum, you know, chewing Kardashian loving except, or Teddy. No,
0: who's happy? Except isn't even fucking happy because they know they're depressed. They don't just have the emotional and intellectual fucking significance to articulate it to themselves. But it's that. No, it's not bliss though, because I know these motherfuckers and they are sad, son. I look them in their sad fucking eyes all the time. <laughs> these motherfuckers are not happy. There's no bliss there. I don't know who came up with ignorance but as for
2: bliss the sense that never was happening. This motherfucker
0: was not ignorant.
2: Okay? That, no, shit,
0: is a fuck- is that shit was a grand lie In the history of humanity, son Ignorance is bliss is one of the worst fucking yeah. uh, Cultural axioms that we have Ever fucking put on the book, son
3: It's, to, pr- it's to promote ignorance
0: right? Like The smartest Motherfucker in the live was like, ignorance is bliss And everyone was like, that motherfucker know what he's talking about and That motherfucker
1: was so, not, I, not ignorant I
2: take issue with a lot of idioms uh, For instance, money doesn't buy happiness Because uh, payday is always a good day So like Mother, well that's the thing, is if all you got his money then yeah okay you can't well you probably could but like <laughs> you know what i mean you can at least try you can <laughs> certainly try give it your you best give it a shot right Maybe. but y'all don't even
0: try if son. you haven't
2: if you don't if you try. got all this money and at no point along the way you figured out what makes you happy. Then, like, yeah, you kind give of fucked. Up. Walk into the like, fucking river and don't come back. But like, it's real hard to like walk past a homeless person
3: and be like, man, he must be ecstatic, right? Nah, you know what nah, I mean? Nah, like, there's no nah, way that's that ain't, happening. that ain't the way that works, dude. Well, what I'm saying, yeah, it's like, just, it's, the, it's the just money and happiness from things that money can't really buy. I'll grant you that, but money definitely.
2: I'm know, a much happier person with money. I feel like a lot of times too,
0: with a lot of our very popular phrases culturally. Oh yeah. Uh, we just cut off the second half that's really fucking depressing usually yeah. like if you look up every fucking quote they were like, you know what i'm saying like money like we don't even understand money is the root of all evil that's not even an actual quote we literally just fucking
2: f- delude ourselves Yeah, it's the love stuff. of money is the root of it's, all evil
0: it's every fucking
3: conventional quote is just been distorted everything has to be made easier man right? We can't no- even say federal express man you gotta say fedex <laughs> You know what I'm saying? What, it was Federal Express for years know, and years and years. That's like ah, Federal Express, fucking. Let's did you stop know those it. signs that say
2: like "Home Sweet Home"? You know, people have up in their house. That comes from a poem called "Home Sweet Home," written by a homeless man that never got paid for it. True story. God damn, son! It was, a, it was a homeless man hey, dreaming of about I'm half a old man, son. And then of course I'm a newspaper the printed it. And he never saw shit. Died homeless. Going in back career.
3: to what you're saying, though, about <laughs> course, the generation now being dumb. Everything on Earth is set up to get people to buy shit. Right. Everything <laughs> runs on advertising. And it just please pay people to do Everything shit for is you a, or pay is for a, for a shit. naked
0: corporate propaganda. Fucking piece, tonight, I'm man. drinking. Coke so people
3: now, Zero. And, and they've been doing uh, it now. They they do it right from from birth, dude. Like Disney will come in to take your first pictures of your baby and get you signed up to get free Disney baby shit. No, Disney it happens Disney, in the hospital. Disney, Ooh, you get free you know what Disney saying? baby shit, and then they just Are you getting some you just, of that? Getting some right, of that free? Nah, Disney I'm getting other free shit, but oh, you don't get no Disney. Nah, fuck shit. Disney. Oh, but uh, come on, Disney's good people. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> right, right, right. But <laughs> but, but that's the thing, dude. It's starting from being a baby. Oh, Yeah. Everything is just programming <laughs> to get you to buy shit. Oh, think about, think about. How it, I mean, if I can... you're watching Dora the Explorer, it's to get you to buy the yogurt with Dora the Explorer. How many people? the Explorer? How many people clothes. keep home
0: movies? Just yeah. Yeah. not so much because they actually want home movies, but because they're like, oh, I can sell this for a fucking commercial. And so it's not really about fucking nostalgia for a lot of people. It's about the fact that how many fucking corporations put ads together that are naked appeals to emotion by being like, oh, give us this sentimental home video and we'll show you how we give a fuck about you. And that oh, happens all the time, bro. And I'm saying that people don't fucking record home movies, and then even back in the day, bro, home movies weren't about fucking nostalgia. Home movies were about embarrassing the fuck out of your kid on America's funniest home videos. Y'all was ain't give me, a man. fuck about? Y'all give a fuck about nobody, son. you know how many videos of fucking terrible things that happened. It wasn't because that shit was cute and you want to remember it. You want my to parents fucking would money. break out
3: every year a video of me trying to hula hoop.
0: Right? You know Y'all mean? was trying to make money. Awesome. I, I was
3: like a six-year-old fat kid and shit, dude. It's funny. There are some it's families... Like every year.
0: Right. There are some families who fucking documented things because they wanted to have documentation, but no doubt there's a shitload of families in this
2: country that only film things. I think, I think you're putting the, uh, the egg before the chicken. I don't think I... What part before the horse. How so? Before, well, I think that it comes from... Families had home videos. Okay. For nostalgia purposes. Sure. And then somebody, I'm sure if we did the research, I'm sure if I looked up the Wikipedia article, it would probably be, like, one of the producers was doing home movies, and, like, his daughter fell on her ass, and he went to show it to friends, and they all showed, oh, I have a video like that, too. And then maybe it became... No!
0: It's no fucking maybe, bro, because, listen, it became a fucking cottage industry, dude. America's Funniest Home Videos became basically what YouTube was before it was YouTube, okay? So, So, listen, there's been no shift culturally against it if it wasn't fucking something that they desired. So, I don't even know why you would try and pretend like this isn't something that people were like "Ooh, let's get more and better technology America's so that we can fucking-
3: videos basically everything now dude you go on cnn they're showing you youtube videos right, right, Good right. Morning, okay, America. I, I just i
2: i it's about selling fucking will, rights uh, man yeah. teddy and i it's fucking paydays bro. will argue through episode 500 on this show about uh his his jaded uh view and my yeah, I'm a a terrible uh uh uh, view of of delusional like, optimism. People had the right. Uh, what is it the road to hell is paid with uh, good intentions? That's that's where I go with it. It was like everything starts out with good intentions, right? And I say, fuck your good intentions. I have not come for what you intended.
3: But where it's at now <laughs> is that's pretty much like how far we got as. People, but I don't. I don't humans, feel like people is, are taking home videos for the sole purpose of doing that. Would you As
0: you are now the guest here Mitch is stating his place he And you are a father He does not believe People are taking home videos Solely for the fact of, I'm
3: not a, saying that Exploiting all their children
0: I, 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 I would think say by and large What long. I'm saying A we significant amount You got a like Balloon Boys
3: amount. dad Trying to pitch reality shows Thank For his sir. family all Thank the time Thank you sir man. Come on now Now they're a metal come band Come on now Look, Come on kids. now
2: not, Let's go I'm game. not saying This shit doesn't happen Everybody doesn't do it I'm saying a significant I'm
0: not Would you agree With the saying Significant like amount. I think
3: well, I people now amount. are obsessed a with just statement. documenting and recording everything, period. And so, if they happen upon something that's funny and what they just been recording, because it's just so easy to record everything now, right, right. But I would submit then they're like they're not going to hesitate to try to post. That. I, I would use that submit that us as comedians. I submit part of the reason though, post something funny. I submit though that
0: part. No, I would submit that it's different because part of the reason that so many people are willing to document things that happen is because they know that a payday could be waiting for them on the horizon from sites like World Star Hip Hop and all the fucking other viral sites that happen. Yep. So it's not so much that they just want to document things, but so much they know that an incentive a financial incentive has been established yeah so that's partially the reason that everyone just stands around whipping out fucking camera phones anytime a fight breaks out as opposed to yeah yeah, the possibility people might not be like
3: staging things all the time well i don't mean even staging
2: i just what i'm saying is that i think that i think that a parent goes to the store and picks up a video camera with the intent of i would like to be able to see these videos when the child is much older Right. I want to look at these nostalgic whatever. Now it's perhaps they get home and they're filming and they're like, all right, not not much doing, but I have this now in the archives. Maybe one day I'll look at it the again. Dog does this now funny if the thing, kid, let's do it if they find that every time they pull out a lemon, the kid does a dance. Oh, I'm taping that shit. Okay. Now here's you know what I mean, which yeah. is which is to me not the same thing. But yeah, yeah but that kind you're, of yeah, like you're saying you're starting. Yeah, with but how many how
0: many fucking parents want to end up on the Today Show or Good Morning? All I'm saying is it's you a know. significant and, amount of people for,
3: for anything. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just, and those people are noxious. That's all I'm saying, and they are sizable in population. Now here's another
3: thing: the youth now are the children of right,
0: and they motherfuckers are terrible, son. So why would I like people? Listen, this is the other question I have for people you as a recent the go father. Around. And these motherfuckers have been making it go around in a really depressing fashion. Uh, you and how do you feel as a, a you know new father uh, and about the the blogs that people are creating now for their kids and their families where it's like everything is documented? Do you know, I mean, are you is that something that appeals to you as a thing that you want to do? Like people who create a Facebook page for their kid before they, the kid can even appreciate that. And they'll be birthed into their own page, you know, oh, like, like the Google Chrome commercial. Like like the, the stupid ass Google Chrome commercial with the co-parent father like and that. daughter. That's supposed to now be like the example of he's
2: such a great father. No, like
0: I, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's. that's that. I think, I mean, that's really disgusting. Actually, he's talking about
2: setting up a Facebook profile that, like, that you post from day one right. about the kid like I did they did do, that they can take
0: over. Like they do, they do blogs for families and friends where like everything is exposed about the kid, you know. And then and then there's just like, oh, this is you know, it's it's open to this or whatever. Is that something that you're going? Is that something that's ever appealed to you to like? I'm going to literally just fucking document and it, it turn is into the thing
3: though all your relatives are on Facebook so it kind of happens like de facto anyway yeah you know I I mean? they want to see pictures of my kid i like seeing pictures of my kid too so i right.
2: i worked Which for is a, why I think I it's so interesting a, i will say this i worked uh, the weirdest
3: so it becomes that
2: the weirdest example i have of that and uh, i'll try not to i'm i'm not going to name names but hopefully nobody'll figure out who i mean but i worked for a for a very very rich uh man um and uh semi, famous in fact um and uh i one of my one of my many jobs cuz i make websites one of my many jobs was helping to uh keep this site up to date mm-hmm. where he had from the time the child was fucking born had like professional photographers that don't shoot baby portraits by the way um they shoot things for adults. (laughs) And uh, he had them, because he had them on the payroll anyway. He'd be like, come come shoot all these fucking photos. And he had, we're talking like 4,000, 5,000 photos over the course of this daughter of his, I think his two daughters, you know, nine, ten years of life probably will continue until they're twenty, yeah. and we're talking thousands of photos, like professionally lit with like a fan blowing it. at their face, a regular and shit Beyonce studio yeah. lighting, and it was fucking. It was one of those things where I was like, all right, this is too many
3: pictures of anything ever. If it's right. for him, and it was his trippy. House also, to each his own. If you're putting, well, in, like, he, for I mean, it was on the internet, but it was, it was under such a blog of your family that everyone like, like that you want to put out there for the public to see. The thing like, that bothered both? me, That's I think, weird. the but thing that bothered me was family? mostly. That's cool. The thing that bothered me was mostly g- the
2: amount of photos. Well, there's a couple of things. First, the amount of photos. Second, the people who were taking the photos. And third, you could tell the people who were taking the photos forgot they were shooting a child. You know what really? I'm saying? Like you, like they were. They put her in poses, and it was uh. like again fan blowing, and you're like. That's a little too glam for a three-year-old, I think. A little bit yeah. too... I think that's well, you the know thing what, with rich what, people, period. They like
3: having portraits. Of
2: well,
0: them. I, I guess. It's weird. no, It's, it's similar you know, to what you're saying, because uh, uh, it's, you know, uh, Beyonce, who is now on the cover of <coughs> GQ for their Her, her family of, made
3: her an R&B singer well, from at like age I mean, eight. Well, age yeah, I mean, yeah, right. right. I mean,
0: you know, uh, her dad, is, I mean, he was the manager for... Yeah, manager. You know, it was was a real dysfunctional family element there. But I think it's interesting, you know, she's on the cover for GQ for the... They're, like, sexiest women of the 21st century or whatever bullshit promotional thing they're doing now. Um, and so, you know, but Beyonce has had, like, professional photographers who literally just just photograph everything that she does all the time. Yeah. Forever, 24-7. Right. And just has, like, tens of thousands upon tens of thousands of pictures of her doing the most mundane things. Yeah. And that's when you reach that level of, like, you're, like, yeah, you might be entertaining and interesting, but you're not that fucking inter- like you. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. If you and I feel like that's the thing where it's like, listen, there's a difference between hiring a fucking documentarian to film your tour and giving them free reign versus hiring a full time photographer to just photograph you in your mundane human existence because you feel like you are that fucking deified. You know right, what I'm saying?
3: Right. Well, I mean, look,
0: I she's again, a grown woman. That. That's I,
3: different from taking pictures of your kid, though. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, because but, that, no, that is, I only, I, I,
0: I only, only mention that because of the same impetus of the, the, I, I the rich mentality that you were saying. Is, so yeah, yeah, So that's, that's the yeah. only reason I brought up that connection. But it's not it, the, the same as that's the kids. More too, I more
3: too that she's a celebrity because that, at a certain point, that's, I feel like it's less about celebrity and less about of just taking pictures of I feel
0: like, well, that's that, uh, that,
3: it's that, tr- I mean, that culture gets trickled down on
0: everybody though. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, and I, I feel I, like that's kind of what's disgusting about it is that there's, there's a, there's far too many people who are willing. To say I want weird, sexually exploitative glamour shots from a three-year-old because okay, well, that's yeah, no, I, oh, I didn't say that. that. Didn't uh, say that. Okay, yeah. fine. I, didn't, I know just, what you're saying. I mean, I know well, what you, you made thinking. it sound know, that way. But no, no, no.
2: They so, weren't. They weren't exploitative. They right. were just. They, you certainly all, made it. it okay, i like it sorry. was... So. I will. I will fix. Uh, it was. They just.
0: And it's, I don't think it's a far-fetched thing to say in this country that has Okay, fucking, well, so, I,
2: for this, this particular that person, that it. was not the situation here. It was just that they... It was odd because given the lighting, the makeup, things like that. But they weren't sexually exploitive. Or exploitive. They were just... It was... They They. they were a bit more grown-up. Like, a little more... What little, the
0: fuck? It, what are you what i mean is, then because, well, how no, am because, i wrong here ben I, what are you saying if a three-year-old is in a more grown-up situation if it's not sexually no, 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 no. I,
2: because I, i'm doing that's what the fucking what, what that's is it, not then? what i mean though then explain so it better. i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of a better way to put it i'm i'm merely look there are poses in like kids photos that you go oh it's a kid right and then there's like adult poses You're where saying, they're like, like standing there like with their elbow on a on a on like, a scene like like, going like this, yeah. you know what I mean? I like yeah, kid actors, the precocious look, yeah. where you're like, that's a little that's that uh,
3: anachronistic There's if that you will. end, and then like what you might be thinking of is like uh, Tyler's and Tiara's end. Well, I mean, yeah, when you, I'm not you, you talk about
2: a three
0: year old being posed with a fan, you're really not going to think that they have a thinker look on their face,
2: is what I'm saying. Okay, okay? all right, fair. So that Well, I, 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 the I do want to clear that up. Anyway, so. uh, no, but what I was going to say is also just just having made, you know, a number of adult websites where they have models on the thing. Like, um, y- you know, you got some of them where it's like they've been with the company for 10 years or something like that. And they're doing, I don't know, 20 movies a year or some shit like that. Where over a short while of time, they got like 20,000. And you're sitting there going like nobody, nobody needs that many photos of them, <laughs> like in the world. Okay. You don't need that many, you know, uh, I work for one of the, uh, an alt porn site right now, one of my clients and, um, <clears throat> you know, there's girls on there that have, you know, 40, 50 galleries each of them, at least 50 photos up to like 200 photos. And I'm just going like, how are you not sick of looking at yourself? At this point, like maybe they we'll don't think, like several don't thousand, know, like how many different ways can you make the same fucking face with a slightly different background? It's just weird. You know what I mean? I so know, to that, to that level and to that extent, insofar as, as taking the photos, that's where it's like, you just don't need that many. You know what I mean? I mean, I've got two nieces. You're Beyonce. I got two nieces and a nephew, and you know, I've taken photos of them over the years when I visit for holidays and stuff like that. But you know, uh, and it's interesting now to look back because it's like. To see that progression of time, which is kind of the whole reason you want photos of kids like once you're an adult like you're, you're going to look like that for a while i'll take a photo every ten years and we'll check your hair and maybe you're you know gray or right. you know your wrinkles on your face but like when they're young you want to get it like once a year then you can make a nice progression so you're yeah.
3: asking me as a dad though uh, my, my girlfriend's you take a, a lot of photos all right uh, <laughs> so there's a ton there are like thousands of photos of my kid right. already It's right. not even two but they're awesome I like looking at them you know what I mean It's it, it's your kid You know what I mean Other right. people love him They think he's cute I look through him During the day And I like that I have him From when he's a day old To right. last week
0: Which I can certainly I certainly appreciate And it's
3: cool that being said I wouldn't make them Into a blog And like promote the blog Right right, right.
0: And, right. I think, and I think I That's wanna... the I think that's the level Really where you can Sort of see The sort of sliding scale You know Because yeah. it's Perfectly fine You live in the Information age You live in the 21st century With with the most Wondrous technology Humanity has ever Accomplished You actually have The ability to build A photographic archive Of your child's growth
3: And it's good And, good and, I, and, I, and, and that's I'm incredible for it Right yeah.
0: But there's a difference Between doing that And then subsequently You know Fuck it Because I think it's I, I, I feel really weird About just like handicapping my child's public perception before they even have a chance to shape it themselves. You know what I mean? We're like, it's it's one thing if you happen to be famous, and because of that, your children as a result are not going to live the same kind of life you know
2: right and uh, you probably either. shouldn't
0: you right. still it's right. even
3: more reason to not take so, some. yeah photos. so
0: exactly it's even more reason to fucking try and give them some
3: some scale of normalcy you yeah. know and so because we can't comprehend that like they're right <coughs> on the internet when we were right. babies you and know what we I'm can't saying? think now they're like whoa there were like and hundreds it, of pictures of me right, all right i want to i want
2: to i want to move on because we don't have much time so i'm gonna move on to like we got a thousand subjects to touch I do want to read this real quick thing. This is a, a, a snippet from a newspaper. It was called A, a Day with Hunter S. Thompson. And this is from uh, somebody who did a biography on Hunter S. Thompson. And this was just like um, what he consumed and at what hour. It says, p. M., rise, 3 p.m., rise, 3.05, Shivas Regal with morning papers, Dunhill cigarette, 3.45, cocaine, 3.50. Another glass of Shivas, is it Shivas very Shivas oh, right? Let's go with Shivas Alright Another no. glass of Shivas, Dunhill 405, first cup of coffee, Dunhill 415, cocaine 416, orange juice, Dunhill 430, cocaine 454, cocaine 505, cocaine There you go uh, hey, hey. <clears throat> 511, cocaine, Dunhill's this is like uh, every
3: 10 minutes you're doing cocaine. <laughs> Just get all your cocaine over with. Man. 5.30, more ice in the Shivas. 5.45,
2: cocaine. 6 p.m., grass to take the edge off. You don't know how cocaine 705, works. 7.05, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. It's 3.05 a.m., right?
0: A.m. Was the first entry Rice
2: o- or Rise? Rise. Uh, okay. He woke up at 3 o'clock oh, rise. in the afternoon. All right. Right, right. Started, he woke up at 3 p.m. I thinking of this a.m., so this, this is, yeah, he woke up at 3 p.m. This is now at 7.05 p.m. Woody Creek Tavern for lunch, Heineken, two margaritas, two cheeseburgers, two orders of fries, a plate of tor- tomatoes, coleslaw, a taco salad, a God double order of onion damn. rings, carrot cake, ice cream, bean fritter, Dunhills, another Heineken, cocaine, and for the ride home, a snow cone, a glass of shredded ice, over which is poured three or four jiggers of Shivas.
0: Wait a minute!
2: Hold on, I'm not even done.
0: Wait a minute! <clears throat>
2: 9 p.m., cocaine. 10 p.m., <laughs> this gets even better. 10 p.m., drops acid. 11 p.m., chartreuse, cocaine, grass. 11.30... Cocaine. Midnight. Hunter ready to write. Twelve oh five to six AM. Chartreuse, <coughs> cocaine, grass, Shivas, coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes, grapefruit. All right. Dunhill, orange juice, gin. Six AM. In the hot tub, champagne, dove bars, fettuccine alfredo,
3: eight AM wait, Halcyon. A, wait, hot tub what? Uh Dove bars and fettuccine. Like the alfredo. chocolate? Yeah, yeah. And
2: fettuccine alfredo. Yeah. In a and hot champagne. tub. In a hot tub. <laughs> oh my damn. 8 a.m., Halcyon, 8.20, sleep. There you go. <laughs> Halcyon? Well, yeah, it's going to be sleep after that. Shit. Oh my God. I just love that at 10 p.m., he's like, drops acid. you know, like, And then at 11.30, cocaine. 12 o'clock, though, ready to write, bro. That yeah. took that man how yeah, many hours? That's crazy, he's like, like oh, binge in the middle of that, too. Yeah, man. I know, right? Well, with all that cocaine and you know everything else, I mean, wow. what more do you want? Dude, that dinner menu was <laughs> And that didn't kill him. Didn't he get shot? You need it again. Yeah, yeah. Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. Heineken. Two margaritas. Two cheeseburgers. Two orders of fries. A plate of tomatoes. Coleslaw. A taco salad. A double order onion rings. A plate, plate of tomatoes. Cake, ice cream. Bean fritter. <laughs> Dunhills. Another Heineken. Bean cocaine. Slitter. And for the ride home, a snow go. Wait a minute. Hey,
3: cocaine got. No, 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 not one. <laughs> yeah. Give me a, a plate of right. fucking tomatoes. You know. This is a slice of right. tomato. Right. I got a. Give me a Heineken. You a plate of tomatoes. Another margarita.
2: Yeah. Uh, bean fritter. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> You want some ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Double order onion rings. Carrots. Double
0: order onion rings, bro. Listen, I can't even fathom, like, that's why, like, I fucking, I you wish. Know, you I... know that
2: part in, in Fear and in Las Vegas where he's doing the room, room service and he just lists, and it sounds like he's listing for, like, 20 minutes? He's like, oh, let me also get, uh... Quarter oil turkey and a bottle of this and a bottle of that and like three cheeseburgers. And he's like going through this whole thing and you're like, Yeah, yeah he didn't do it. And like you read this and you're like, Oh my god, that probably was his real order. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That is that's what I'm saying. That
3: hard living didn't he get shot? I thought like No, he, like, shot,
2: himself. he, shot, shot, himself. Himself. he shot himself. He shot himself, okay, himself before right. he was uh he was uh Yeah. Well he always I mean he yeah all his life yeah. he said that's how he was gonna go. He was yeah. like you know He's gonna take himself for right? anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I was so, always yeah. that's yeah. that's what she I mean he wrote about it in a number of cases, I think. He was he made all these whole, you know. I watched a uh, you know, number of like little documentaries and stuff on that. He the was guy. always. He very, planned his death out. I mean, that's where the whole Gonzo and, yeah. thing came from. You know, so. Yeah, and he wanted it. He wanted a fist with two thumbs shoot off in the air, explode into fireworks. And right. Johnny Depp paid for that. So, yeah. probably a good idea. He made friends with Johnny Depp.
0: Probably, a, probably a good idea. Uh, uh, let's that is see. That, The fucking just. when? What year was that? Uh, uh,
2: no idea. No no, no date is given God, on the thing a, I'm sorry it fucking, thing. Yeah. I was watching it was something, a, on, it's a, something It's a photo from a, from a newspaper clipping I <laughs> just thought it, I read it Dude, and I was, that is, Went viral is one of the things where I was like was, I guess we gotta talk I about it I was
0: watching something about uh, uh, Fucking um, uh, F- Escobar uh, Pablo Escobar, Pablo Escobar on uh, National Geographic about uh, his whole reign of terror, yeah, and just uh, how much cocaine he flooded the world with. The world, the world, and it's just fucking you know what i mean like it's one of those things where like you know i've all I, like i it was it's weird when the, all the 80s nostalgia you know and everyone's like oh yeah. let's throw 80s parties or whatever and i always thought it was really weird you know because i was like i was born in the mid 80s or whatever so i didn't i didn't get to appreciate it until after i got older and got to look back on it you know right yeah but now every time i, I have looked back on the 80s i'm like god damn that was the worst time in the world why do y'all motherfuckers want to throw a party all the time? Barrack AIDS. It like and like the eighties was one of the shitty. I mean, just like it has to be one of the worst fucking decades on record. And you is, still, we're
3: still dealing with the repercussions. Right? That mean the war on drugs. Yeah. I all, mean, all the immigration problem. All in LA the pretty much draws I mean, back to the eighties. You, you
0: have uh, the eighties. So, uh, if you look at if you look at media, uh, you look at if you look at how Hollywood is today. You see a clear repudiation of the advancements of the 80s where it's like and that's it's kind of why, like, you know, when we had Eric Alexander on here, and we talked about how, like, her uh, living single and Martin were some of the last black sitcoms that got in right. like 93, 94. But, you know, a different world to this. Like, It is such a fun. It was so fucking ahead of its time at the end of the 80s, man. And it's it it is it is it is the last uh a sitcom to have like, you know, a predominantly black class to be in, college. in the Nielsen top tens, you know? Right. And it's fucking like when I look at a different world and I look at how the world is now and I see the kind of things that they were talking about, like having episodes with someone going off to fight in the Middle East and you know, protesting that and talking really openly about the fucking casualties and the horrificness of war, it makes perfect sense why they were like, you know what? If this is what happens, if we have sitcoms with black leads, we got to reel this shit in because we're not going to fuck up the money. And now you see a world where like every fucking commercial is to basically uh, wealthy, privileged white people.
2: That is literally what every commercial is. I'm going to move on. Okay. All right. This will be a fun little uh, quiz. I I thought we were
0: going to talk about your thing.
2: We will. But I just want to do a quick little quiz that I think you'll rule at, Teddy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Jay-Z is doing the uh, part of the score To the Great Gatsby movie I heard it <laughs> So this is a quiz Jay-Z lyric or the Great Gatsby <laughs> Your money's too young See me when it gets older That's a Jay-Z book. Yeah, come on
0: look we'll at the to Jay-Z
2: Alright, Ben You get the next one I'm five years too old To lie to myself And call it honor Great Gatsby Teddy
0: I will also go with Gatsby
2: I'm thinking Gatsby as well all right, it was. Males shouldn't be jealous. That's a female trait. I'm going Gatsby. Yeah, same
3: here.
0: Uh Gatsby. Oh, oh!
3: that's a Jay-Z. That's a hey! Jay Z. That doesn't sound like a lyric. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not actually, now that I now that I've <laughs> got
2: the framework for it, it does sound like oh, sorry about that. Oh, have it there. We tipped the waiter a hundred dollars to keep the ice cold. That's gotta be Jay Z. Yeah.
0: Uh, that is indeed one of my favorite Jay Z lyrics of all time from the song Thank You.
2: On well, the blueprint, uh, women run around too much these days to suit me. They meet all kinds of crazy fish. That's got to be gra- Gatsby. Yeah, I'm Gatsby yeah. That's a
0: Gatsby. Gatsby. I don't think Jay Z's using fish.
2: Yeah, I like a girl who spends a little cash for her shoes. Ooh, Jay Z. Jay Z. I don't know if Gatsby. He always has this you know? infatuation women's clothing. Right, in yeah, I'll yeah, take Jay go Jay Z. Z yeah, Jay-Z. I'll Jay-Z. Uh, yeah. It's Jay Z. It takes two to make an accident. Gatsby. That's got to be Gatsby. It's a Jay Z. You're going Jay Z. Going against the green. Oh, no! Wrong. Ah, it was Gatsby. His shirts piled like bricks in his stacks a dozen high. I'm still going Gatsby. I am, Gatsby
0: am going too. to go Gatsby.
2: Uh, ben, yeah, Gatsby. All right, yeah. it was Gatsby. Uh, no, no, don't thank me. This is just how my suit is stitched. That's that gotta is Jay Z. Jay Z. Jay Z. Again, from the same. I song. Sell ice in the winter. I sell fire in hell. It's got to be Jay Z. Gatsby. You saying Gatsby? Mm-hmm. Boom! Ah! Ah! All
1: right, well, there. That was fun. All right, that
2: was, well played, right. Well yeah, that was cool. Moving well along. Um, well played. Even though we got a shitload to talk about, uh, I sent this article to Teddy earlier saying we would talk about this tonight. I was trying to set you up for it. No, no, I appreciate it. It's all good. Uh, now this is this is similar to uh, I think it was last week we had the uh, the business. Uh, Bloomberg Business Week, I think Mm it was. It was Mm -hmm. talking about, like, you know, are you a cultural fit? And it was like, that's not, like, a thing. Well, the New York Times is now kind of asking, is it the end of courtship, you know, with online dating and Facebook and... uh, The Atlantic also had one of these
0: floating around as well, too.
2: Yeah, and I feel like, to some degree, they're just trying to call it before it happens. You know what I mean? But when I read the article, so much of it came came... Like, when I was reading it, I was going, like... This is so much the fault of the people that are bitching about it, right? Yes, exactly. That,
0: Thank like, you, God.
2: That it's like it's this is not like a thing thing. No, they unquote. never
1: are. And, 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 they and never here are. they're talking
2: about you know uh, this this girl who you know. Tried to hook up with she was like hooking up with some like you know bartender guy or bouncer I guess it was some bouncer that that eyed her at a bar and then later they wanted to hang out and he carried her over her shoulder and they went back to a kegger at his place. What was with it? his buddies. Let's it's let's like, set up. The what prim- did you think was going to happen the night you the, met him? The name of the article <laughs> is called "The End of Courtship."
0: Question mark and, and it follows this recent trend of pieces that have been popping up uh, in a lot. Of uh, magazines and newspapers, The Atlantic had a piece out that was basically talking about uh, dating and the time of social networks, and you know how everything was so radical, and people don't know what dates are anymore. And essentially, the premise of this article was talking about a bunch of privileged white uh, late twenty and thirty somethings um, Mm -hmm. who. Are basically incapable of normal social interaction, who have uh, no ability to actually go out on a romantic evening with someone, and a bunch of people who seem to repeatedly pick desperate, pathetic individuals... As their mates to date.
2: Quoting from the article, uh, somebody wrote, It's one step below a date and one step above a high five. Dinner at a romantic new bistro? Forget it. Women in their 20s these days are lucky to get a last minute text to tag along. Raised in the age of so called hookup culture, millennials who are reaching an age where they are starting to think about settling down are subverting the rules of courtship. Instead of dinner in a movie which seems as obsolete as a rotary phone, they rendezvous over phone texts, Facebook posts, instant messages, and other non dates that are leaving a generation confused about how to land a boyfriend or girlfriend. Come on, and uh, right,
0: it's them.
3: If, if that's what you do, and that's them. on you. Yes, it's, yeah. It's, you know it I mean? is, if you it want is, a date, say hey, we have to go on a fucking date,
2: right? The, the other trick that they talk about, they talk about sites that, like one site I'm on, uh, OKCupid. They talk about how you know. Some of the girls are bitching that like, oh, guys send like a one line reply and things like this, showing they're not interested. And it's like, listen, I don't think you know what it is to be a dude. Like, they don't interview any guys in this whole fucking article. Never. Yeah, God forbid.
0: No, actually, the thing that's interesting is though the piece that's in the Atlantic is a is from a male perspective, and that guy is just a flat out asshole. Mm. So it's the same principle where right, you're like, right. of course you can't find anyone to date you. You're a dick. They're, right, they're well, serving the same thing,
2: Specifically, though, it's like if you knew what it was to be a guy on OK Cupid, as a guy on OK Cupid, the odds are stacked so high against you. You know right. what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and I'm I'm not saying they aren't for women, but as a guy, you're lucky to get a response one out of well, ten you're messages. Also, you're doing pretty well if right. you get one out of ten. So it's like, how much time am I expected to pour into some heartfelt message when? The fucking high odds are you're not even going to read it, much less reply. Right. You're dealing with a lot of people <clears throat> who are fucking incredibly deluded about
0: their own value that they can bring to a relationship, who really are fucking... And I guess it's the thing that's really frustrating a lot of these culture and dating pieces that come out in in publications like the New York Times or the Atlantic, where they try and focus on this really small segment and extrapolate it outward and really... It just so happens that because of the way you guys have structured your, you know, insular little world, of course you can't form meaningful relationships. You know, I mean, when you, when you read through this article, you basically just hear something. Uh, oh, this is the thing that really fucking like she goes as one male friend recently told her I don't like to take girls out. I like to have them join in on what I'm doing going to an event or a concert. So basically I'm listening to you complain because you don't fucking have the fortitude to tell this dude no. Yeah, on a date. Do you know what I mean? You're basically dealing with a bunch of sad sack dudes who want girlfriends without putting in the effort of having a girlfriend. And I need to listen to you, bitch, because you aren't doing the work on yourself to I use boost. Uh,
3: girls as an example.
0: And that's eventually. I, I, yeah. I made a joke to Mitch that I was like, I'm glad it only took him until the seventh paragraph to uh, finally right, reference right. girls. Uh, it's
2: you know, here's the thing: a uh, uh, women out there. If that's if if your issue is like, oh, there's too much hookup culture, blah 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 blah. It's fucking easy if a guy's like, hey, let's hang out later.
3: Just fucking be honest and just say...
2: Take me on a fucking date. Yeah. You know what though?
3: No. You let me go on the date him. with you, or do this event, and then I'll write a fucking article. You know what I
2: mean? Like seriously, like seriously. It, here's the thing: is like if you want to go on a date, this is also the other thing is that's interesting is because of you know of a culture where we're talking about equality amongst the sexes and stuff like this. Mm. We're still there. There, there still is a bit of uh, a reluctance on females' part to to ask you out and pay for a date.
0: No, they want it both ways. A lot of one want it both ways, If
2: and I've had I've had women ask me out on a date and pay for dinner, and <laughs> fucking cool. I don't have any problem paying for dinner or drinks or whatever when I go on a date. I usually expect when it to. happens
3: for you though. Yeah, it's cool. But like, yeah.
2: if a woman like goes, "Hey, let's go on a date," all you know, my treat or whatever, fucking yeah. And and that's the thing is I there's if, also a fair amount of men, though, who cannot handle. Them. I'm not saying that's, there isn't, but be, okay. that's a good way to fucking weed them out. Right. Like I, I asked a right. woman on a date like last week and I'm, I fucking said it very clear. I was like a date like dinner and drinks. You know what I mean? I was very clear. I didn't want her to think, oh, we're just going to hang out. Yeah. This is like, I'm, gonna, and you know I'm what going what? to hit on like, you a lot. I
0: know. And, and the thing that's frustrating is because the woman that's featured in this article, and you know what I'm saying? Like the type right, right. And, and the type of, of fucking, uh, most likely cultural interactions that she has had, the type of people that she's been exposed to, right. okay, the kind of things that she's doing on a day-to-day basis. I've met a lot of the guys that she would probably be focusing her attention on. And those motherfuckers are terrible. Okay, so if you keep putting your attention on a pool full of shitty prospects and turning to me and being like, I can't find anybody, I will never, ever feel any sympathy for you because you don't want to grow the fuck up. Right. And do the thing.
2: Just that... tell them to step the game up. Right. Listen. Yeah. You it... say, listen. I like to fucking. I like to sit down with one on one with somebody right. and have dinner and drinks. Right. If you're not gonna do that, that not That's fine. I've but had but I'm not gonna, person gonna person go on a, a date concert? with you. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's so weird to me where it's like I, I've had. I've been in those situations with ex girlfriends. You know where you're like you know there's you've been talking for a while. Whatever. And this is before you're officially dating. You know. And then you you know they're like, well, you haven't even asked me out on a date yet. And I'm like, oh okay. Well, let's go on a date. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean like it's not like I didn't do it because we hadn't really reached that place yet. It's not because I wouldn't do I was it. I to start with that. But No, like you know, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like well, I well I it's like, it was, like yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was it was it was your circumstances, but, no, it was, but like, it's like But you know we, the, Admit that you got a little smackdown and it's good for you. Right. Well, you're like okay. Yeah, I'll take you on a date. I like yeah, I have no problem. Yeah. And if you were with some guy and you tell him, "Well, you haven't even taken me on a date yet." And he's like, "Well, that shit's weird." Then like if you keep making out with him, yeah. you have made a poor life decision. That is fully on you. And no one's going to feel bad for you. Nobody's going to feel bad for you. You don't feel Bad for yourself. That's why you're
3: looking for other people to feel bad for you. Yeah. that's how you get this article. Yeah, exactly. Get some views just, and reads and you, shares
2: between bitter people. Why would anybody change their behavior if you're doing you're doing no nothing, nothing, nothing? Not, and not then doing, you're saying well anywhere the you stopping to dick. like tell them right. that hey, I don't no, appreciate you've got as soon as you put up with the behavior, then right. it's accepted. You've got this guy. You can't sit there six months right. later and go. By the way, I still don't much care for blankety blankety
0: blank. Right, some do I you know I, the, the the one that's in the Atlantic is about this guy who's talking about how with online dating you know he's got all these prospects for females so like it's hard to settle on one and actually put your attention on them and I'm like grow the fuck up bro Grow up, bro. I, if you are gonna be mad that you were trying to date four women at one time and they find out and they don't want shit to do with you, hey, that's not a fucking sad story, dude. Mm-mm. That's life, son. This no, shit no. is not. And you are like, it is the height of privilege that a magazine gives a fuck about they published your, your article about right? you being
2: an asshole. And you, you know what's wanna, hilarious is that we're in this. Come form. on. And when you take all the hookup culture and let's say you're OK Cupid's and your and your and your various uh, location based dating and things like this, when you take it all together, it's if you step back from the landscape long enough, you realize that like everybody's wandering around paranoid that everyone's got too many prospects. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's got that, like, well, I don't know, because they might well, you know what? they've it's, got six other people and no, not. Just, it's not it. it yeah, You're, but this is well, it. I mean, if you part pull part back it, from though. it effectively, I don't remember what I was listening to a podcast the other day where where two people were talking about this a male and a female were talking about this, and uh and the girl was saying, like, when I find a guy that that I'm intrigued by, like I snatch them up quick because it's like there's there, it's too easy to get lost in other things. Why put up with all the bullshit? Why sit you know down what, and like you know play what I all these silly games? You anymore? know what I hear from that? You thing? have to be fucking. You know what honest I hear from that? I hear, and
0: that's the same thing that I hear in this article. I hear a bunch of boring uninteresting sad
2: lonely motherfuckers
3: uh, who have no I can't to I'm no, deal no, with no, no, that no, shit. I'm know, actually
0: talking
2: about the opposite. No, 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 I'm no, saying no, no. the smart thing is to when you find somebody cool like that yeah, yeah. to fucking Cut step, through the stop shit. playing yeah. the game. No, I get I get what you're saying. I get there. what
0: you're saying. But right. what I'm telling you is the reason that it doesn't happen is because so many of these people are fucking boring, insecure about the fact that they know they're boring, that they haven't done anything with their life, that they have a fucking sense of entitlement that is undeserved, and they feel like they are supposed to just get a partner because... That's how it works, and surprise, motherfuckers! You aren't actually supposed to find somebody to like you for who you are. That is something that requires work and effort and time, and all you motherfuckers are complaining about the fact that you don't want to put in the effort to do it. Am I right?
3: Yeah, and and you're going about it by fronting. Right now, how did you meet your wife, Ben? I was a, uh, I was working as a messenger. I've been with her for 14 years. Okay, so look at that effort. Effort. Just like how i saying, though, like when you know that this is the person that you, you want to be with, why are you going to fucking fuck around?
0: And that's the thing that I feel like a lot of women do not understand about men and the reason why some 30-year-old woman is talking to the New York Times because she's been raised by a bunch of women who were raised by Cosmo, which is a bunch of bitches who don't know shit about men. That's yeah. sure. Okay, talking yeah, to yeah. other bitches. All right? So... I basically have to listen to this bitch whine because she was raised by a bunch of ignorant bitches yeah. and they don't know shit about finding a man and keeping a relationship and building a long,
3: sustaining partnership. Everything is set up like that, though, man. Like for you to think that you got to only get people off of a website or at a bar or a club or something, it's all front, Right. And this is you're a, not right, being right, that right. honest on the website. You're not being right? that honest never, at a bar or a club. Is, this is why it's so frustrating to hear
0: things like hookup culture bandied around Like, it's a fucking free pass because when we just talk about hookup culture, it has the effect of absolving all these millions of human beings who have made shitty, poor life decisions repeatedly and don't want to face the consequences of the fact that they are not desirable as a partner because they haven't done the work on themselves to make themselves attracted to somebody else. Yep. And I'm really fucking sick of—and that's why, like, I I, hate—and this is why we go back and forth on shows like Girls when it gets referenced all the time because, like— I get why people think that the characters might be interesting or watchable, you know, but from my perspective, I'm really sick of listening to a bunch of sad, pathetic motherfuckers who don't want to do the work to actually have a real relationship. Because
2: it's especially tough... No, I got, I got plenty of bad things to say about this show.
0: No, but that, you know, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, though, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's I thing like where, the thing where, like, like,
2: and I think especially because uh,
0: with comedians, you are you're you usually you are dealing with a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, like, you talk about relationships all the time, and everyone comes to you for relationship advice, but you can't keep a relationship because you don't want to fucking grow up and mature as right. a person and do the Things that would be needed to do so that I don't have to listen to your sad, pathetic ass in the fucking hallways at a show. And I've really reached a point where my comedian friends, where I'm like, I'm not gonna give you a fucking free pass when you start talking about relationships and shit, when like you start making excuses for things that you're doing do you know what i'm saying i've had friends who are like yeah you know like you know like "Ah, like, i really like this girl you know but i just don't want like i just don't know what's going on i'm like well have you talked to her have you opened up about yourself have you made yourself intimate in any way have you made yourself vulnerable have you showed her that you give a fuck
2: no so like stop crying to me right stop it yeah Yeah, the, the 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 problem is that you it's it's if you lay down the law so to speak the biggest problem that people have with all that is like, is sort of like, oh, what if they leave or they don't want to open up? The thing that has always driven me nuts is that people who will tell you, especially they'll tell you, uh, but most of them just have it anyway, the fucking, the walls, right? And I always get into arguments with people about the fucking walls, and I'm like, listen, here's, don't the, be hurt. here's the problem, yeah, I don't want to be hurt. And it's like, listen, being hurt is part of the fucking human experience. Yeah. Fucking deal. If you're afraid of being hurt, you're going gonna gonna to have right a, you're have a fucking, fucking fucked up kick, life. Kick you're going to have a whole life of, the of sitting under the a reality, rush. You, you, you're know, you, a you fucking, won't have a you're life, but if you're putting up, here's my analogy for that, like, if you put up fucking walls, just for me to get to know you, I'm going to need you to open the door. And if you're not willing to open the door, i got to bust a hole in the fucking right. wall. And here's what happens. I bust a hole in the fucking wall. I come into the goddamn castle. I'm hanging out. After a few months, I decide I don't really like it here. Which is my fucking prerogative, mm-hmm. which I would have known if you'd have just you opened the door. It, right? Yeah, you can't like hey, I'm leaving. And they go, What about this hole in my wall? And I go, you know what? That's on you. You know what? You though? put up the fucking wall that I had to break down just now to get in there will, to find out what's up. I
0: will share this. As a person who has built many a wall, as we've talked about on the show, mm-hmm. but has let the door open to certain people mm-hmm. as circumstances call for it. Yeah. When you let that door open, what I find to, to be is that most people have no idea what to do with someone who is confident enough in themselves and the things that they have experienced where they can say, yes, I am very suspicious of all of you. I don't really trust <laughs> you. You got to fucking earn it. But right, right. You there is something about you that I will open myself up and give you free reign to pick and poke around. And most people get overwhelmed by that sense of responsibility.
2: Because they don't want to open the door for you.
0: Right. Because, well, no, it's it's for them, though. Because
2: for them
0: to accept the fact they met somebody who embodies that kind of openness and is that comfortable... They don't They don't want to accept the ramifications that they have to do that hard work in their own life because sure, of that. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's the shit that gets really so frustrating. Frank, it comes
2: down to fucking... If you, if, Y'all motherfuckers need to grow the fuck so up. The more, the more fucking... <laughs> you need the to more, grow the fuck up. This this article embodies basically... I play all these Children. Stupid, I play all these stupid fucking games because I'm afraid to get hurt, because I'm afraid of my own fucking shadow, I'm afraid of fucking life, and... Surprise because of that all I find are the exact same thing in other people well, it's, not even, it's like look yeah. if you give a shit like if what you want is not a hookup culture, which by the way I'm fine with the hookup no, culture. You know, what, I live well in there bullshit. But it's such if, bullshit, if what man. you if what you want is more than that then yes You got to put in yeah, the fucking don't be a part work. of it complain about it You gotta put in the fucking work and you gotta fucking tell people
0: to step it up It's not about it's not about just putting in the work though You need to retire cliche fucking phrases like hookup culture that exist <laughs> (laughs) excuse you and your dumbass friends for going out and acting on your emotions and your impulses but not having the maturity to reconcile that the next day okay because I know plenty of fucking girls who are talked about like in this article right here who think that some dude is attractive and that some dude likes them and then they fucking go out and they hook up with them and then they fucking realize that that dude had a girlfriend and they made a shitty mistake and they don't know how to read people as well as they did and then they fucking freak out and they lie to all their friends and they lie to themselves and their friends were like bitch i saw you last night fucking going after him i saw you initiated and then i have to deal with a bunch of fucking pack of friends who just fab lies built as the foundation of their friendship and those bitches are the bitches being talked about in the article where they've rolling five deep looking all fucking professional and shit and y'all bitches be lying to yourself you've been lying to yourself since you was in college and you think that somebody's gonna fucking come around and respect you you don't even respect your fucking self
3: that's what I'm saying, man. We're just, seeing like a decade I, I really of like reality not, shows like that. As long man, as we're I'm not slut-shaming that's
2: all I'm saying. How is it
0: slut-shaming, No, I'm not saying, saying it is. It's not, I said, not
4: slut,
2: I, slut said, I didn't say that it was. I said as long as we're not. We're not, though. Okay.
0: We're not slut-shaming. I don't want anybody it's at home to get that. That's fucking equality, man. No, no, no. I know. That's fucking equality. I don't want... If you're at
2: home... Here's what I'm I'm worried about. that. Some. It's not unlikely that somebody at home is going to themselves, Oh, I see. Uh, these women are disrespecting themselves by fucking dudes before they know.
0: We already talked about the dudes, so you motherfuckers should pay attention to the goddamn conversation the whole fucking course of it, okay? I ain't got time to waste with your selective hearing ass.
2: That ain't about selective hearing.
0: It is about selective hearing. It right. goddamn is. It goddamn is because we covered that point at the beginning. Am I right, Ben? Yeah, we did. Okay, so you should shut the fuck up on the other side of the microphone and pay attention to the whole goddamn
2: conversation. I
0: ain't you got act time like, for y'all. You act like I, was I ain't got not time for y'all. I'm not talking about you. Did I reference you? You said
2: on the other side of the microphone. Oh, on the other I'm side the other of the microphone, that's the audience. Okay, well I am on the other side. I literally I'm talking about talking metaphorically. About me. Okay, all right, metaphorically. all right. All right, all right. On y'all won't you,
0: Listen, you've been listening for 94 episodes. Get your shit together, okay? We ain't going nowhere. You know how we do business <clears> here. We ain't. Got time for no,
2: slow, no. Now listen, I will say on the okay. on the flip side of it, uh, I, I don't I don't, I don't see anything wrong. It with, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with just having a bit of fun uh, out there in the world. And I think that the problem that uh, again one of the many problems in the article is that people are conflating the two a little bit too much. If what you want is like serious shit, you gotta you're gonna have to come come clean about that. If what you want is to fuck around. Then fine, fuck around, look, but don't take fucking around and go like, oh, I thought this was serious, because right. like you end up with. Uh, look, I've definitely been in a situation where I thought we were just fucking around, and they were like, no, 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 right. and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm that's that's not where I was going with this. You know, peace right. be Listen, with you. D- yeah, I mean, not no stories, harm, no
0: foul? There are stories featured in this where some girl meets some dude. Right, and she's like, "Oh, it wasn't what I thought it was that first night." But then you keep hooking up for months. Yeah, you can yeah, yeah. shut your sorry ass well, that, right the fuck. That's up, the one. Okay? That's the one
2: where she was like, "You can she, shut the fuck up it's, forever." It's the bouncer, and she's like, "This isn't what I thought." It was like sitting there going, "Like, what did you? Yeah. What did you think?" He carried you over his shoulder back right. to his apartment where there's a party going on. Right.
0: And he fucking yeah, fed like, you box macaroni and cheese. He has to listen to you complain to the New York Times? What, you expect Are this guy to take you kidding? off for steak dinner? Mm. you fucking kidding me? You sad ass, pathetic, no self-respect. And she
3: typed it and reviewed it and right? edited <laughs> it. And, and right. And like, know, there was like, yeah, this, this is, is good even, stuff. You
0: don't yeah. even have the self-respect or awareness to realize that no one is going to feel sorry for you because this is fucking an article about no personal accountability i'm really sick of fucking privileged entitled people having no personal accountability for their own sad fucking life you know why it's sad because you have made it that way go out and do something that makes yourself fucking happy you have the money for the most therapy resources in the world i'm tired of listening to you sad motherfuckers all the time okay it's not, your life is not that hard. It is not that hard. These are self made problems. You sad pieces of shit. Okay. All
2: right. Moving on. God now. damn. Right, son. We're about <laughs> out of time. But uh, hey, here's some good news in the world. Because everybody's shaving the pubes, we're almost out of crab lice. Hey, yeah. there we go. Yeah, You're
3: eradicated. There.
2: Hey. Damn near endangered species. Now. Suck
0: on that crab lice.
2: Yeah. So uh, your crotch. Let's get rid of them. Uh, so what's Brazilian gonna, what's crabs on on heavy is, though, are, are heavy That's literally there? what they're saying. That yeah. like like that. There's there's you know something like this is weird. more than eighty percent of college students in the u s remove all or some of their pubic hair eighty percent a- How do you even fucking God so they so the they were saying like it 's really hard to get the numbers on on pubic lice because people don 't admit they have it. You can get a shampoo blah 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 blah. The CDC doesn't have anything on it. All the STI, STD people don't have any numbers because it doesn't really count. It's not a big thing. Male it's just cases, fucking shampoo 80%. the shit. 80%. They're just wow. saying... Uh, what, are the, yeah, what are the crap it, numbers? From, from about 100% a decade ago, now they're, they've fallen down to 20% wow. of male cases in 2008, no less. And so it's like... So they're saying that like it's almost it's, completely... How do you that data? data? Is that a survey? Well, they're saying the people that... Check yes the, if you've had no, that the, the, No, yeah, you, when you, you go to the doctor and you say you got, you got crabs. Or that so you, doctors I, I guess apparently they rarely operation. ever say, I've got crabs, I need to take care of just Go, I got this weird itching, blah, blah, I don't know what's going on. And the doctor goes, oh, you got crabs. See, All again, right.
3: people aren't out in the open. Just come to the doctor and say you have crabs. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, but what they're saying is even amongst that... The cases have fallen dramatically to the point where you know they're saying that it's like uh, the crab louse is a, is an endangered species, so uh there you go that's uh one more reason to uh, but now you got to save the crabs balls and the such. remaining crabs uh let's see what do i have I have very very little time. I do want to quickly recommend there is an online uh web series uh I checked out that uh you might like teddy um you might also like Ben uh people at home you might like uh called uh, high maintenance at helpingyoumaintain.com. It's uh, each episode is about 5-8 mm, minutes long something like that. Might be less, might be more. Yeah, about between 5 and 8 minutes long. And uh it's about a uh weed delivery guy in New York. And uh, it's well written, it's well shot. Uh it's worth taking a look at. Uh Interesting. I don't normally watch web series, but hey, I watched yeah, it. And I was like yeah, And I, you know, if you go to episodes on the page, don't start from the front page. Go to the page, hit episodes. You can start from cycle one onwards. Um, This one, Olivia here, Teddy, is... uh that's the people you were talking about. It's like a whole episode about those people, mm-hmm. and this and this weed dealer trying to put up with them. It's like a half
3: baked you know? thing, Mister Nice Guy. No, no, it's people, it's
2: or? it's a very kind of modern. Um, it it literally looks like it could be an HBO show. Really? It looks like each one of these are like a five minute preview for there's, an HBO uh, production show. production. Values are... really high. I mean, yeah. it's it's a good show, and and it, you know the people involved sort of work production for various things. Right. To something right. To do so there's
0: definitely some real legit stuff here. Yeah,
2: it's real <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so it's um... Good uh okay i'll quickly this is this is fucking disturbing as shit i thought this was a joke i literally thought i'm still i'm still not 100 percent sure that this isn't a joke but a number of uh uh high profile uh legit publications have written about it and no one's saying it isn't a joke so by all accounts if i've been tricked so has apparently all these other publications this is from the guy who made this the segue you may have heard about this from the guy who made the segue no, he
0: went over a cliff.
2: Uh, well, one yeah, of the guys, sorry, one of the guys then, sorry, the other guy, the uh, other guy, has made this new device, they're testing it in Europe, that's, uh, I, this is not for the slight stomach, Um, he's made a new device whereby they put a, they put a, they put a, they put a a, a porthole in What's your stomach, the stomach the that hell? you put a straw into Some and, and out suck out, out the food after you're done eating, it so you don't lose assists, you don't gain any weight by
4: removing a portion of the food from the stomach through a tube before it is absorbed.
2: This is like I'm telling you, watch the little food port. They even call it like an input port or something. To begin aspiration,
4: the system Watch this. This is the part from that its made me back. almost sick.
2: So just warning what you right now, and don't the throw up. Pool is
4: filled with normal drinking water.
2: Watch this. What the this is this is disturbing.
4: The lanyard is placed around the neck. Oh my god. And the system is connected to the skin port. Skin the skin port. port is a small discrete valve against body, the skin,
2: yeah. which yeah. is
4: connected to the tube leading to the stomach.
2: It's a 20 minute surgery what? where huh? they put a tube it's into a your G-tube. stomach the valve is and it's rotated. got a valve on the front of your stomach that stomach you turn. Stomach contents oh, begin
4: God. to empty immediately. What?
2: what? what? It's a feeding oh, tube no. in reverse. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah.
4: The lever is there.:
2: And then they pump water into your stomach and once you lift the lever. Oh. Watch. Squeezing water back into the stomach Listen, so the stomach thinks it's full. This uses water
4: into the stomach to help loosen food particles.
2: Uh, empty. Yeah, you're not going to get an infection or anything. Once the lever everything. is depressed, uh, I don't. Know, I, in a way, I can't. I, can can I can't see why you would. Process can be repeated until the
4: stomach is empty. Oh my god! There you go. Got, you go eat. Afterwards, the aspire assist can be stored back in a small carry bag. Wow. <laughs> So every time you eat, you gotta pump that shit out of your
0: body.
2: You don't have to. It's just an, op- it's, you it's an option. You look great. How do you do it? Look I'm at the pork.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's what happened. I did a
2: lot. Of, I did a lot of reading up on it because I was well, like, yeah, they're I mean, gonna have to do a lot of writing to on, fool me. So here's what happened. You go into the doctor and they basically have you swallow this this sort of tube thing, right? And it goes down into your stomach. Please don't throw up. <laughs> Goes down into your stomach. This tube. Then they take again. They have a video on showing how it actually how they install it. And I don't want to show you that. Why do you have to swallow it though? If you're getting a port, here's what happens. You swallow the tube. Then they stick a needle through the front to meet the tube. And then they, they pull, pull the, the tube, tube
3: out. All to right. the, they pull
2: it out through the front of your stomach. Then they install that valve. And they let or actually they let the uh, they let the tube hang out a little bit. Wait for your body to so accept to it and like up. everything else. So once it heals. Then they take the valve, they put it over the tube, they cut the tube so that now it's open, and then you close the valve. So then, then you
3: have your skin. Pool.
0: How do you even fucking find this out, bro? You can't just
3: go to the gym, How man. Do you do- yeah, Something you're like go this all and all that, you- and you can't just get on a treadmill. Well, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of thing about yeah, that, you know, but, you know, but how do I find out about it? That's the thing, come you on. want people to see you, like, with your shirt off, because you look good now, and, like, you uh, you got an opening. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a fuck. Here's the worst here's what part. Saying, if, 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 you were if,
2: about- if the FDA approves this, then that means that, like, one day I'll just be walking into a McDonald's, and there'll be just somebody sitting down, filling their fucking, filling their <laughs> reservoir. Filling their reservoir with their stomach contents. Right, right there at the table. Right? And it's like,
0: it's not about, like, listen, it's what I feel. If you at the phase where, like, you can't work out anymore, do you know what I mean? But you need to live and you got a fucking skin port, okay? It's not about aesthetics anymore, bro. It's like straight up survival of that mm-hmm. thing. And um, you ain't running, okay?
2: You just. Yeah. That shit is This is basically the same thing as like the oh my gastric God. bypass How you surgery. Figure out, bro? How you it's figure it's out? similar to that idea where it's like rules. Use, use science to to overcome subjects? the thing. I don't know, people in Europe. You can sign up yeah. if you wanna, you, if you wanna
3: you get you on it. You went from there. the Segway to the reverse. Yeah, G-tube.
0: bro, yo, yo, it's sort of one of the dudes with the
4: Segway? The other dude?
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll show you how that He was like, A-tube. what's going to be the next thing that's gonna and captivate thread it down the world. your
4: esophagus And into your stomach oh my God. Next, your doctor will insert a needle Through your skin, what? into your stomach in At the, the location fuck? where the A-tube Is placed The
0: To that locate the
4: end of the needle inside your stomach oh And encircle it with a wire snare Right,
2: and then he oh I'm sure it. that goes watch, perfectly watch what happens.
4: Through this needle, into your stomach grasp oh, the wire yeah. with the snare and pull both the endoscope and wire out oh through your mouth and they're playing Man. a claw
3: game point, literally...
4: there will be a thin wire entering the front of your abdomen into your stomach <laughs> That's
2: the nicest and way to continuing
4: put it. upward and out of your mouth your doctor will attach Holy the A tube to the fuck. wire outside your mouth. So now
2: they pull the whole <laughs>
4: on Now the they pull the whole the tube wire. through. He or she will pull the tube back through your mouth and esophagus oh and into god. your stomach.
1: Oh my god. Your
4: doctor will continue to pull until <laughs> the tip of the tube comes through a small 1 centimeter incision Holy in your abdominal f- skin.
3: The hologram a person soft, had to be round fat.
4: Bumper yeah, attached right. to the yeah, portion of the shame, tube bro. that remains inside the stomach help secure the tube in place. Once your skin has healed around the A-tube, the tube will be shortened to the surface of your abdomen. Guy. a small thin skin port is attached to Yo, the end of the skin A-tune port
0: is easily yeah, know. flush of the, against your skin
4: the most you see why I'm like I was pretty
2: sure they were this is not a real thing but by all accounts I mean literally everywhere you go people are talking about this not therapy
0: but, you system know. so there's a lot of people in Europe that have this right now
2: they're, they're I don't stuck. know. They're no. just I don't know how many people have it, but you can sign up on the front page I and mean, participate in the You still have it. to lose your Now available in Europe. Though. I don't know how many people have it. No. You don't. I mean, do you?
3: Do you What's that?
0: Ben was saying you have to lose your existing weight. Wait, you
3: know what I mean? That's not going to do anything with the fat you already have, so you're going to go through the trouble of working no, out. No, no. That's, then that's get not true at all. No, no, no.
0: Because it's, it's a, just taking a, out the calories in, just calories out.
2: Your body burns a certain number of calories every day regardless. If you're pulling out those calories, it's basically... The same as diet. It's the same thing with the gastric bypass. It's like if they if they make your stomach smaller, you can't have as many calories as you used to have. So the idea so your is your body
3: starting to go like nuts on a rib, have a Hunter S. Thompson day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. Just plug in.
2: Yeah, yeah. Skin.
0: I port. mean, skin port
3: is. Just, I mean, it's I know. A, I'm with you. Listen, it's, you can't say it's like a, a lot of
0: websites. You, designed. you cannot say it's minimally minimally invasive when you
2: also say that you're going to attach a skin port to right. somebody's. It's a 20 minute surgery, which is very surprising.
0: It wow. is asinine, bro. I don't. Know. I, I, that cannot take 20 minutes
2: That's what it says you When you here. think about it though They're just sticking a tube Man, in there And pulling it out Through your stomach With a needle
0: Does that include fucking, Knocking me out I'm Because that hope. should take oh. About at least an hour bro right. I'm gonna wake up At least
3: twice <laughs> <laughs> Screaming
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait I got a skin port Oh shit I don't, oh, don't like a skin port. I That's gonna like
3: be like a that. urban legend now Yeah that fool got fucked up and he yeah, right. woke up With a skin port <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He ate little Caesars last night and he woke yeah. up with a skin point.
0: This
2: is your feedback. Well there you go. One step closer wow. to a to a uh the, the Pixar reality as shown in Wally. Shout out to Wally. All right. Uh Ben Gonzalez, what have you got coming up? Where can the people find you? What what, what do you what do you want to plug?
3: You can follow me Other on the Twitter at uh, Ben9Humor.com. Ben, the number nine, the word humor, like benign tumor, cancer joke as my handle. <laughs> hey, yo. All right. I like <laughs> it's benign it. Benign humor. You Is it harmless? Shows. You got some Maybe shows not. coming up? You want? I was looking at that. and I was like, benign Yeah, this month's a little light. Uh, next week, Wednesday, I'm be at Sardo's. Awesome. Plugin' awesome. Sardo's. Yeah. yeah. On, on, on yeah. the internet. Yeah, Monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah buddy. Yeah, yeah. Haven't yeah. had him on in forever. And uh, we're starting a room uh, next month in Long Beach, Casera, one Sunday a month. I just don't have the date yet. All right, good all right. Stuff. But so uh, let us know, know. We'll that plug that for you.
2: you can uh, thank you. Uh, I got invited to an Eddie Pence show, so I may as well plug that while I'm at it. But go ahead, Teddy. You plug your shit as well.
0: Oh, I'm just in these streets right now, running them. Uh, be sure to check out the blog. I am San Fernando. Gonna be uh, authoring some pieces for the L.A. mayoral race uh for that blog so april uh guire is uh running that blog uh shout out to april uh so I'm gonna be putting some pieces down there hopefully uh dropping some soon this week so
2: work nice. uh and eddie pence friend of the show will be headlining the john Lovitz club uh on saturday january 19th at 10 p.m i say that because he's headlining i wouldn't just you know Promote no gig, Eddie Pence.
0: Hilarious gentleman,
2: awesome guy, hilarious man. Great show we had with him. Uh, anyway, headlining John Lovitz. That's a good gig. Headlining Lovitz. Yeah, That's uh Me, uh, I'm just going to be promoting Eddie Pence. <laughs> 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 I, I got nothing. I got uh, nothing. Running screeds and such. Oh, good night, bitches.